are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right. All right. All right. Welcome in, everybody. It is Monday, August 21st, the final non-game week Monday for a long time here on 1450 The Big X. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you, as always, from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios, the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Cards fans. Hey, Cards fans. Take accounting to a whole new level with the UofL Masters in Accounting and Analytics. In-depth data analytics courses allow you to achieve a new mastery of accounting in this AACSB-accredited program. 11-month competitive internship opportunities and full access to the Becker CPA exam review prepare you to graduate career-ready in just 12 months. Visit business.louisville.edu backslash MSAA to learn more. We're on the air today from 3.04 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford is here. Trevor Kelsey is here. We're ready to rock and roll from all the, the, the news of the weekend, really just to get excited about football because that's where I am right now. Is It's awesome that it's we're 12 days away, but I'm more excited about what we're going to be talking about a week from now. Just thinking about coming in here and being like, five days till Georgia Tech. Let's get some beat riders on. Let's start breaking down the Georgia Tech defensive line, like the backups on, on at the center position. It just it smells like football out there. It feels like football out there. It's ungodly hot. I can deal with the hot when we're this close to the first snap of the season. I know we have lots to talk about from the weekend, but for right now, my mind is just focused on football, 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 football. Plumber, Brom, Jordan, let's go. Uh, football, football. It's back. Football is back. It's, it, I'm going to say it every I mean, single day we're, until we're, we get to we're next We're getting preseason down our throat all, all the last few days, too, which doesn't hurt. Yeah, Madness out. Pick it up a little bit, Teddy. Could have used the, the, <laughs> everyone was like, I see Teddy trending. It's all people like the 50 jersey, the 50 jersey. The 50. I'm like, well, how do he play? And then I start seeing the hot. I'm like, oh. Okay. Did not play well. I didn't, didn't, I didn't play great. Yeah. But. Didn't catch too much of the preseason games. I, 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 I'll, I'll put them on in the background, but not, you know, it's a more white noise. But it's making me feel good about football being on. <laughs> So I, I'm just, I'm just like monster ball. Just, like, just make me feel good. Just make us feel good, football. So I'm asking. Just make us feel good. Come on. Uh, we want to hear from you today at, at any point between now and 6 o'clock. Text us on the Thornton's text line with whatever's on your mind. Questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, whatever weird thing you're thinking about, hit us up at 502-414-1450. And a reminder, summer's not over yet, folks. Nope. If you want to take advantage of the best deals all summer long, the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app is the way to make that hope, make that happen. Download that bad boy today. It'll save you money at the pump. It'll save you money inside any one of the 79,367 area Thornton's locations. There's that many of them for a reason. They know what they're doing. 
Text us after you're done with all that at 502-414-1450. Trevor Kelsey, happy Monday to you. I feel like I haven't seen you for forever. You were gone the last couple of days last week. That's it's, right. We haven't been in studio I since I technically haven't seen you in like four days, man. This is like... And we had the short show on Wednesday. Because yeah. The, or Wednesday or Tuesday. I think it was, it was no, Wednesday. No, we were Wednesday. We had, we had the, the, the show came on at four because of the Short show because yeah. of the bats. And then Thursday and Friday, we're out at the fair. So, yeah, it, it, I didn't even think about it. I was wondering why I felt like I hadn't seen you in a while. And I was like, well, we just saw him on Friday. Was, did the weekend just feel long because we went out of town? What's going on? And I, I'd forgotten we were doing state fair stuff. And yeah, you'll be out there again tomorrow? I will. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Well, guess what? I thought we were done with state fair commitments. <laughs> no, actually, it's... Tomorrow and then Thursday and Friday again this week. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> I mean, great. Well, Can't wait. On top of that, how was the Reds game? <laughs> <laughs> Three days this week at the fair? Two last week, yeah. Awesome. I thought that, I thought two week was a little bit overkill. Two was a little overkill last week, but apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, no, that you are backed by popular demand. But the yeah, all the people that were stopping by to see me at the booth are going to be coming back again. Can't wait. Three more chances to see us out at the fair this so week. So we'll, we'll, we can talk about that later. But uh, yeah, the, uh, are we ever going to get back to our old studio? Can I just say that real quickly? We are. Are we, are we ever going to get back? Well, um, it's supposed to be like five, like eight weeks ago. I, I did get an update from the, from the engineer. Um, well, he's he's currently on vacation right now. Uh, but uh, when he gets back, we're looking at like. This will be the last month, maybe in Jeffersonville. What I'm being told. So late August isn't happening now. The new I'm, time frame. My my bet is which happens first: we get over there, or Kenny Payne wins his first game in the basketball oh, season. God. Let's do more shows at the fair, I guess. <laughs> just keep fair going. going. Why not? We'll just do our shows in the expo. Maybe one center. day they'll let me come out there. <laughs> I need you to stay in your room. Why? Because you're an embarrassment. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to take it personal that, like, it's a state fair. Like, I, I get if you're like, we're like, like some kind of fancy like art gallery, or you know, maybe you know, maybe somewhere with you know some, you know, somewhere where the, the public. But it's a state fair. You'd fit right in. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, are people gonna like us? I mean, is there really a way to be embarrassed by taking someone to the state fair? That's what I said on Friday when we had Cash Flow yeah. and Frey the Slay on Cash Flow. He's got his. You know, if you've seen, oh, Frey the Slay, Frey the Slayer. Yeah. You've seen any of the. If you've seen him, he's always wearing the, the little gold vest. It kind of reminds me of Virgil's gold vest. And then nothing underneath. He's got a big chain on. And, you know, in any other – if you saw that guy pumping gas at a Thornton's, you'd be like kind of a weird get-up. Maybe Probably he's – Get in your car and lock the door. Maybe he's a pro wrestler. Or something. I don't know what's going on. You see him at the State Fair, and you're like, that's just kind of a guy. It, you know, who cares? He, he kind of fits right in with all that. Speaking of, the trailer for that show came out today. Oh, it did? I have to check that out. Cash flow is heavily featured. Well, he's, he's 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 talking a lot in it. They show a lot of highlights of him. They show him and his family at one point. Uh, Frey the Slayer was in it a couple of times as well. There's a lot of a lot of Al Snow, obviously. A little bit of Matt Jones sprinkled in there. I was worried. So we had the it was the debut of the Facebook Live broadcast on Friday. Yep. Cameras coming here next week. Yep. They're gonna. Be, I mean, we, there's no excuse now, right? They'll be here next week, I assume. Okay. I was a little bit concerned because we had the, the wrestlers on during the, the 4 o'clock segment on Friday. And afterwards, they just kind of like stayed. I was like, oh, great to see you. They were staying in the booth for a while, so they just stayed in their seats and were like by the microphones, like where the live feed was. And they were talking a lot of crap about certain people at OVW. <laughs> and I was like, I hope that. That's I, what wrestlers do. They cut promos. I, I was like, I'm not sure if anybody's still like checking us out on the stream right now. I'm not sure if we're broadcasting live. But I wanted to be like, hey, guys, maybe. 
let's take the conversation a little bit to the right if you don't want this to get out. But <laughs> I don't think anything happened with it. But for a while there, I was, I was a little bit nervous as that was going on. But it's okay. But well, you had a good time out there, right, at least? Great time. So much so you can't, you're going back three I more days? I can't wait to go back. <laughs> Not I'm sensory never overload see. for me at all. So I'm, I'm only going to see today and Wednesday. Like These are the two days I'm going to see this week. So it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a sad week. It is a sad week. Yeah. I mean, so we'll have to, we'll have to make the most of the today and Wednesday at least. Yeah. Which is good because you. Well, I needed to cut you. Have you cut some spots after the show today? So we will be a little extra. And I was here like two forty. I thought we were gonna do it before. Were you really here two forty? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you just go and task me? I could have gotten up and come in early. Because I assumed by the time, but when you weren't there at two forty, I was like, oh, I guess he's just. Well, now I feel bad. Okay. <laughs> Got some podcast listening in. It's fine. We're all good. <laughs> okay. How was your weekend, my friend? Uh, my weekend was. Uh, hold on. Nice cough. I had to clear my throat there. Good thing I have the red button or I control the board in general. Uh, good full weekend. Fantasy football started this weekend. Uh, Saturday was a uh, always one of my favorite days of the year because it's the one draft that like I actually don't do online. It's, you, you, we've talked about the leagues that we all have kind of been. But Our boy Ryan Miles. My man house. went to Ryan's house. He's host with the most as well. And the Finmeister, Cincinnati's finally uh, Finley was there. Uh, we had a good time. One guy got way too messed up early on. Who was it? And um, uh, I'll just say his last name is the same as a former famous Louisville coach, basketball. From? Uh, no, I didn't say it. You did. And <laughs> Mickey? <laughs> and, and uh, well, it, it's an auction draft, and he basically spent all his money in the first, like, five minutes on four players. And so had, like, the rest of the time he could only do, like, a dollar per, per person. And he ended up just actually wandering off in the middle of the draft. We never saw him again. Like, is he okay? Uh, we we did find out Sunday that he did get home eventually. But there was there, we we were very worried because he kept he was very fascinated with this giant fountain. I don't know if you know Ryan. Like Ryan, unlike you and me, um, has moved has been very successful post school. Okay, and he lives in this giant nice house out in uh, by Long uh, Long Run Park, I think. Okay, Eastwood. Beautiful home. This is why I'm going to live in his basement. He probably won't even know I'm there half the time, um, and which is why we can't have the draft anywhere else now that he spoiled us. So he's in this giant house, and there's like this big fountain. Like I mean, it looks like something you'd see, you know, uh, like one yard over. And like uh, he, yeah, our buddies kept like he was like fascinated with. It, so we thought he may, maybe like swimming in it, but he was not. And then we were wondering if we were going to find him in another yard, but we didn't. Uh, we did turn out like I said. He just we at one point we're like it's your turn, and we're looking around. He's like nowhere to be found. He just like wandered off and drove away, drove home and dro- drove somewhere. And uh, yeah, so that's, that was that part. Um, are you familiar with, real quickly, uh, on the same line, are you familiar with the neighborhood Sutherland out there in Prospect? Well, this is, this is East. I know, I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. Are, oh, you, are you familiar uh, with it? It sounds familiar, yeah. Very, you know, you're driving down 42. I think um, Sutherland's on the left side. Okay. You'll see a bunch of water. It's like a big waterfall, big, big fountain in the middle of the water. We had a, a friend had a party there, but my brother actually lives there now. Speaking of people who were successful post high school, way more successful post high school. Than <laughs> yeah, we are. He we are yeah. <laughs> we had a, there was a party there one time. It got broken up by the cops, which was the, the the most fun part about parties in high school. At least for me, was always running from the cops. I always, it was it was a mad scramble. It was always fun. And one of our friends was very <laughs> drunk and very paranoid. He may have been something else, very something else at the time. And he swam across the lake to hide from the cops. Like the most unnecessary. <laughs> it was like the dude from the Montgomery video. I'm like, did, did he just, I'll say his name, because uh, he had, 
Speaking of famous last names, it may or may not be the same last name as a current U of L head football coach. <laughs> <laughs> like, did he just jump in the in the river swim across? And he like just hid. He like got across to the the shore, aka the land right by the road, and just like stayed there in the water, hiding from the cops. I'm like, dude, the, the cops are at the house. You can you can get out of the water now. We're fine. <laughs> it was the most unnecessary like heroic move I've ever seen in a post party scramble. It was great. Anyway. <laughs> Well, I don't know if this person did that. If he did, I don't think he, there wasn't any cops to run from. Sorry, but <laughs> but uh, the two highlights probably of my draft, because uh, it's definitely not my team. My team sucks. Uh, was as I am defending champ. Uh, they all bow to me. Uh, the 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 league was did nice. You bring enough. the belt. I did bring the belt. Of course you did. I had the trophy and the belt with me. And uh, as I got there, there was a nice surprise. They had gotten a cameo from David Akers honoring me for my championship. That's awesome. And uh, <laughs> I love the, the best part about it was he's like, he's like, I heard you're champion. Took you 15 years, but congratulations. I'm like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, and he also brought up how our league, um, I can't say anything about bad about our commissioner because we, we've been down that road before, but he is so anti-kicker, and he had kickers kicked out. And every year I've – push and beg and, and have a vote for kickers and every year I get you know laughed and hissed at and booed at and I think one one time someone called me fat. And <laughs> and I never get my vote and it's been like three years. So Akers did bring that up. He was like, you keep fighting the good fight for kickers. We're real people too and that was real fun. And the second highlight would be I don't know how well to describe this, but as I said, Ryan lives like out by Long Run Park. Really nice neighborhood, huge neighborhood, big houses. Uh, his basement's about the size of my own house in, in, in its entirety. And this this came as a surprise to all of us. So we're outside on, uh, you know, air quotes, cigarette break. And a guy just comes flying over the top of his house, like, on a parachute. Well, that would come as a surprise to most people. I, I, thank you. I, I don't think so. So, like, should... all of us are like, what the bleep is this? This guy's, like, parachuting over. What is in this bowl? And Ryan, Ryan's like, do we all eat with Sam A? I mean, so he's like, no, it's okay. My initial reaction, I think, is what everyone else is. Five bucks, I'll moon him. So I'm, like, jumping up and starting run. Everyone's on board except for Ryan. Ryan's like, no! Like, screaming across. Because apparently there's neighbors across the, the pond as well. And. This guy obviously does this on a regular basis, and despite 11 votes to one, I did go with Ryan's vote since it is his house. I figured his voice meant more than everyone else's, so uh, I did not moon him, but the, yeah, it's a guy just like parachuting across the sky, and it's... I, Hold on. I have a lot of questions here. <laughs> Ryan's acting like this is a normal thing. Oh, yeah. He's like, the guy does it all the time. I was like, where's he from? Is he living? He's like, we don't know. He just, just flies by. It's just like a random guy parachuting yeah. through the sky he on says a he regular gets, basis out he, by long. He though. says he constantly sees balloons are being let off as well over by his house, too. He's like, he'll see balloons like lifting up and flying away. It is crazy the things that, I guess, years of living in the same place will have you just... You, like, yeah, I mean, can you ever be accustomed to a guy that's parallel? Is it parachuting or... Uh, what would be Why are you asking me? I don't know what you're even talking. I wasn't there. Because I mean, well, he looks like he's parasailing, but he's not being carried by anybody. He's just like a, it's a par- he's on a parachute. and He's flying across. That sounds like parachuting. Is it parachuting or parasailing? If you, is, does he have a parachute attached to him? He has a parachute attached. Then to I him. would say that that's parachuting. Okay, but what, what's it, but then why is it not called parachuting when you're when you're parasailing? Because you have a sail attached to you. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> words matter. So yeah, this guy. I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with a man parachuting above my house on a regular basis. No, that's that's, that's it's kind of creepy, right? It's very odd. 
And I'm, I'm a little upset I didn't get to moon him, too. You know, like, like we're right by the hospital. This is obviously not the same thing. But you know, whenever we have people over, they'll, you know, they'll see, like, you'll see an emergency medical helicopter flying into the hospital or whatever, like, going fast. Be like, oh, that, that, that helicopter's really loud or it's really booked. And you're like, oh, yeah, we hardly even notice it anymore. I think that if someone kept parachuting or parasailing right over my house, I still would be – I don't think I'd ever get to a point where I would just take it in stride. Like, here comes Bill again. There he is. Looks like looks like a good one. Right on track. Great job. Saturday morning. I feel like I would always be like, oh, here comes. The, I would always stop and gaze at the guy who was parachuting in over my house. I mean, I would. It would. I don't know if I could ever get accustomed to it. Yeah, it's this strange. But. So I mean, but yeah, it's. So he, and he says he has balloons too. I guess it's out by the park. They just. I guess it's. I, it's. I guess it's maybe a. A, a middle town thing. I don't know. I, I've never lived that far. I, it's the only time I ever go that far out. Into that area of town is when I go to his house, but yeah, he was he was cool. With it. But other than that, yeah, and and well, and, and he wouldn't let me get in the hot tub. I don't tub. think it's a Middletown thing. <laughs> I have friends from Middletown. I've, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> Ask them if they if they know any parachuters. If you're a Middletown listener. Hit us up on the text line. Would no, you parachute over a neighborhood? Hell no. I don't think no. <laughs> Who does that for a hobby? I don't know. I like, can't. Can't you like? Buy a PlayStation or something? I mean, people who have too much money and a brain imbalance, where they can't feel pleasure enough. <laughs> so uh, that rush. <laughs> that was my Saturday. Well, I know you have a good story. I'm sure for Saturday and then Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I witnessed like Kevin Smith kick Sunday. I ended up watching Clerks, Clerks Two, Clerks Three, well, a, a documentary about Clerks, and then I watched half of an evening with Kevin Smith, which I didn't finish because it's four hours long. Can't believe that stopped you. Well, it was like two in the morning. I was getting. Then I started. I stand I fin- by my then, statement. I finished off the rest of Mother Rutherford's cake while I watched a couple American Dads and passed out. Oh, nice, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, we uh, we went to Cincinnati. Well, walked around the block, walked right into a donut shop, picked three donuts out of the grease, gave the Mister a five cent piece, looked at the donut and he looked at me, said, "This nick was no good to me. There's a hole about? in the middle and it's all the way through." I said, "There's a hole in the donut too." It's a song my grandma sang to me when I was a kid. Why did you feel the need to sing it? Because you said we went to Cincinnati, and that's how the song starts. We went to Cincinnati. We <laughs> walked around. I'm sorry. We also we started ballet again on Saturday, so we had that start Saturday morning. There's a coincidence between the two, I'm sure. Nice little ballet. Uh, ballet gig. The, the funny thing is, like, pretty much the entire class for Virginia has this morning is all like, like friends of ours. We didn't plan it. We didn't. It just ended up being that way. So that'll be fun. Uh, Virginia only gets excited because she gets to go to the dollar spot afterwards. That's her, she's gonna have everything at the dollar spot by the time we get done with ballet. The do- like a dollar store? It's right above like the Dollar General, in like right in that little Westport, uh, not not West, yeah Westport Road, Shelbyville Road Plaza. Okay, no, okay. Well, so there's Dollar General on Westport Road too. Yeah, there yeah. used to be the, the little photograph studio. I remember I had my senior pictures taken there when I was a ju- like right before my senior year of high school. Is that where like the big lots used to be? It, uh, right across from where the big lots used to be. It's where like Laser Blaze is, like on the other side. Okay, like, yeah, the yeah. Same building, but on the other side, facing Shelbyville Road. So that's where it's like Louisville Ballet Studio. So we go there, and she like all she cares about is going to the dollar spot afterwards, which is fine. But we do that. We, we get them ready for my parents to come over at like three. We, we set the target time to leave at three, and of course we leave at like four fifteen. So we get up there. Shocking amount of Blue Jays fans in Cincinnati, by the way. Blue Jays turnout. I'd heard on Friday it was pretty big. Saturday was it was it was huge. They were all over the hotel we were staying at. They were very much all over the. We got there way too late to get the Jonathan India bobblehead, which was a. Oh. I know that was a. a Kind of a bummer right off the bat. They don't make them like they used to. Like I went to a game where we bought standing room only tickets back in the summer of I want to say '06 for a uh, Dave Concepcion bobblehead, and we still got the bobbleheads. 
we won on a walk-off. I told, actually told Mary the stories we were walking out. We won on a walk-off home run. David Ross, now the Cubs manager, hit a walk-off home run. That's the Cubs manager. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a crazy game. Crazy game. We were in contention for the – we ended up not making the playoffs, of course. But we were in contention at this time for the Central. We beat the Cardinals. I'd just gotten back from Iowa. It was the summer I worked in Iowa. And we left. We walked back to our car. And, you know, I, I'd had a couple of drinks. And my friends were like, are you okay to drive? And I was like, sure. And, and I was. I really was. But we, we, we pull out. We get into to downtown Cincinnati. And we stop at a stoplight. And this dude, motley-looking guy, pulls up next to us. <laughs> And he's, like, getting my attention. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I roll my window down. I'm in my old Chevy Cavalier. I've got to do the crank. So I roll the window down. I love the crank. And he's like, hey, man, you got a bobblehead on top of your car. <laughs> <laughs> and I reach up, and there was a Dave Concepcion bobblehead on top of my car. Was my, the head doing the thing? My, my friends are like, are you sure you're okay to drive? I'm like, I promise I'm fine. That was an error. It was a mistake. But we're good to go. But so we go to the game. Hey, you and the bobble both made it home okay, though, right? We did. We made it. We made it fine. I think later I dropped the Dave Concepcion bobblehead, and I believe an arm fell off at one point. I've broken like every bobblehead I've got, or they've just gotten stolen. I.e., all the ones that iHeart just never gave back to me. You're still bitter about that. What I, am, still I, looked, have I had like 15 bobbleheads in that. The only decorations in that studio were my bobbleheads that I brought in, and they just never gave them back. You think they still have them? Yes. <laughs> Nick Coffee's looking at them every day. <laughs> Took all, he's like he's got my Jeff Conine bobblehead. <laughs> no, Nick Coffey knows Jeff Conine is. I, he probably doesn't. I don't think he did. But he looks at him every day. <laughs> He's not as big a baseball My guy. autographed uh, Kazuto Cookie Lady bobblehead. <laughs> he might know that one is. Got taken. <laughs> Denny Crumb bobblehead. All taken. All stolen. Stolen Fowler. But uh, we, we get there. And I, I think I'd mentioned this like a week and a half ago. Because I was like, it's karma for me and you not going to the game and me... <laughs> having the, the selfishness to celebrate my anniversary with my wife and go to the game with her. Selfish. But Matt Jones had tweeted out a few weeks ago that it was like KSR night. I'm, like, oh, I'm surprised they didn't go to AEW. It was in Lexington that night as well. No, they didn't. No. So we get there. We go to the game. We go get some food. Mary's like, actually, I just saw Matt Jones. I saw him walking around. He's wearing his City Connect jersey. I didn't wear mine. I was like, now I feel the, the decision was validated. But we go. We, we, uh, Mary's cousin... We go to up to our seats, our normal seats, which ended up being a really cheap weekend for us. We got free tickets from my friend who works for the Reds. Nice. We got a free hotel via the points. Nice. And my parents babysat overnight, so we had free babysitter. Nice. It was great. So it all worked out. Real well. Three for three. We go to our seats and we're like, oh, these are you know, they're fine. They're, they're, they're good seats. But Mary's cousin and her husband and their two boys are at randomly at the game as well. So we meet up with them and they're like, we have two seats in front of you. So we actually go and sit with them behind the right field fence, which was awesome. Uh, the game was great. Except for the fact that the Reds lost, and all of the Reds runs happened in like a snap of a finger. It was uh, that, the, now you had, now you were, that was the uh, Daily Cruise inside the park home run, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Trip on an error, but we had was, we had a chance to watch. I saw the highlights when I got home later on. Yeah, I mean, the only good part of the game for the Reds happened like in the snap of a finger. We're down three nothing. Friedel hits a home run. McLean walks. Daily Cruz hits the triple and scores on on the air, and it's three three. Those are the only three runs the Reds scored. And then I mean, I was so sure I was going to be. Like in a cool, like prime filming spot for a walk off. We're right behind the the right field fence. We get a walk to start of the ninth. Incarnacion Strand gets a single. First and second, nobody out. Tyler Stevenson pops out because Tyler Stevenson sucks. Okay, it doesn't suck. Come on, he's oh, not. He is terrible. He's no Kevin year. Newman. He well, Newman's down now. Newman's not on the team anymore, which is great. At least for right now. But Stevenson, <laughs> Stevenson has had a terrible year. He he pops out, and we get to we successfully have a double steal. 
right after that. Second and third, one out. All Henry Ramos, who for some reason pinch hit for Will Benson the inning before. We've got Henry Ramos. Look, love him. Nice guy. He's a triple-A player. He cannot hit at the major league level. He's getting back into bats in a one-run game in the heat of a playoff chase. All he has to do is put the bat on the ball. Just get the run in. little ground ball, a little fly ball to the outfield. Let's tie this thing up. We'll see what happens. Base hit wins it. And, of course, he hacks at the worst three pitches I've ever seen in my life, strikes out on three pitches. And that leaves us with Stuart Fairchild <laughs> with the game on the line, and he weakly grounds out to third base. So with the game on the line, we go Stevenson, Ramos, Fairchild, maybe the three guys on the team right now that I would least like to have in that situation. Uh, the David Bell, Bell overmanaging in the middle of the game, bites us once again, drives me absolutely crazy. He does it every single game. We don't have to. He would pinch hit you for Will Benson against a lefty in the eighth inning if you were available and hitting right-handed. He would. And it just it, – he doesn't think about any other situation than the one he's in in that moment, and it drives me absolutely nuts. So the Reds lose that one, 4-3, and then yesterday get embarrassed in Hunter Green's return. So Yeah, I think yesterday, I think Brandon Belt and uh, uh, Bouchette, uh, Bouchette both had like two home runs each, I think. It was five – I stopped watching the game when it was – because we were getting I home. know Belt had two home runs. I, saw, I turned it off when it was 5 nothing. I was done. I knew it was over at <laughs> yeah. that point. But now Friday night you got the one nothing win. It was the, 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 the fun game for you. It you was. Weren't no, there, I wasn't but. there, but yeah. It was, it was a, but we still had a good time. It was, it was always fun to get away. Um, the, the weather was, was nice. The hotel was nice. It was so, nice. Just a, got some extra sleep. That was always good. Looks was, like no, so you, you've seen a regular season Blue Jay game before me. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, also because – of the, the the Reds' inability to stop Brandon Belt or Bichette on Sunday, the Blue Jays won the series two to one. Yeah, wh- wh- why am I getting? Which means I picked the Blue Jays to win two out of three. I games. don't care. You're a Reds fan, and you weren't giving anything up for this. I did not I, agree. I told you. I told you. I I told you if when when the if you'd won, you can pick your circumstances. Now, but the whole thing didn't make any sense. Hey. I didn't. I thought they were going to lose two out of three. I was correct. You 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 are from you are from Kentucky, not the Netherlands. Netherlands, quit welching. No, that's right. not, it's not, a, it's not a bet. If I'm if I'm right about something, so I will let you. I have twenty movies that you have not seen that has made the mic list. All right, I'm giving you. I'll watch one of these uh, by 2024. No, don't give me 2024. That's the rule. Since we since we're doing parameters of a bet that I was technically right about. Yeah, don't whine now. No one likes a whiner unless the, 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 it comes in. It makes in no glass. sense. So you I get, didn't think I, they were going to win. The I series. will let you pick a number between one and twenty. And that's the movie you got. 19. Ooh. Ooh, good one. And it's on it's on Amazon right now, too, because I watched it a couple days ago. You get to watch Suicide Kings. Suicide Kings, all right. By 2024, by January 1st, 2024, I will watch Suicide Kings. Nope. You've got until, if you don't watch it before the football season game in Georgia Tech, you are cursing no, our season. I, that's, I'm not you are that. cursing our season. You haven't eaten a salad if, yet. I will. If I had a salad before that game, will you watch Suicide Kings before that game? No. It's, you, too, it's you not enough time. I don't, put it on the message boards. Mike Rutherford hates Liverpool football. He wants Liverpool football to lose. I will watch it before New Year's Day. He wants that's he, the promise. He wants promise to this be a disaster. That's the promise. But <laughs> of all the games he to hates go to, <laughs> of, of all the two games to go to, and I should say it was, it was KSR Day. They did like the only thing that I saw that they did was Drew Franklin went on the big screen for the match game and gave the worst match game performance. I've been going to games for a while. I've never <laughs> no. seen anybody do this bad no. in a match game. Now, I don't I have it's been so long since I've been to a game. Like the match game is like what just is it just like you show a picture or what? No, it's like if you ever play like match game like just match game with cards. Like you you've got cards that like are like memory lame. game? Yeah, exactly. 
You've got like eight cards that are like face down. Okay. You, you pick two, turn them over. You get to see what they are. If they match, boom, they're done. Yeah. And, be, and if they're not, then you, you have to try to remember where they were and you turn them back over. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, you get numbers time. one through eight, and you're like, you're supposed to go really fast. Like you know, two and five, three and four, two and five. Like, and, and you, you just, the goal is to get all four matches of eight cards in thirty seconds. I love he that. got one match, and it was kind of by accident. It was ter- he got booed by the entire stadium, which was great. Uh, that that was the only KSR thing that I really saw. But it is funny, like the the two games that I've been able to go to this year. If I could have picked two Reds losses for the entire year, I probably would have picked one the day that I'm there for my buddy being a, a Yankees member. Which now in hindsight, I'm like, screw the Yankees. <laughs> did y'all win that? Game? Reds won that game though, didn't they? No, the Yankees won an extra innings. Oh, did they? You are jinx. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen a win since summer 2021. In person. No wonder you wanted to avoid going going to one game. You're like we'll win the but, series. But if <laughs> to finish the point, if there were two games that I would like them to lose. It'd be the one against the Yankees where my buddy was the hitting coach for the Yankees. And then on KSR night, if yeah. you're, you're going to lose a game, I might as well lose on KSR night. Uh, but it was, it was, it kind of, it thwarted the entire experience. It was just, it was not fair. Well, you know, we need a big X night. You know, Matt, you know, Matt was rooting for Toronto anyway, being a McGlure guy. He is a Jamal McGlure guy. And Jamal McGlure's from Toronto. Yes. He, he did an autograph session at Cardboard Heroes. He, he, he picked up, we he ended up buying like four Toronto Blue Jay hats up in that day. We need a big X night. We need a big X night. I can do that. Would I be? I mean, I, 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 I well, maybe well, if we allegedly well, whined excessively about not being credentialed, then we would get our own <laughs> night as well. Well, on one, one hand, I somebody ju- works for the Reds, but <laughs> I do enjoy. Uh, I, I do. I do enjoy laughing at, at anything KSR make, falls flat on their face at and, and gets booed for, but. I don't know how much better I'd do at the match game. I don't think I'd be very good at it either. I mean, I know you wouldn't be very good at it. What do you? Well, you could at least like lie and like give me some <laughs> kind of confidence. You're like, I think no, you would, no, no. You would, you would be okay. I mean, you do better than Drew. That's that's the confidence I can give. You would do better than Drew. I mean, was he sober? I don't think he probably not. And then he threw the L's down when he was done. Oh yeah, because he's cool. It's like yeah, it's, like, it's the only saving. And then thing. most of the stadium was like, "What does that mean?" Because it's, it's exactly, Cincinnati, dude. Really <laughs> it's there in case of emergency. Break glass move. It's like it's all we got. <laughs> it's, it's like the it's like the wrestling equivalent of like, didn't know I woke up and all, all these poor people here in Louisville, like whatever city you're in. <laughs> Cheap heat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. Uh, right. I, I was gonna say it was kind of like in the '90s when you were getting butt- bested. And you're just like, well, your mama. I mean, it's kind of. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> Uh, we want to hear from you guys today. Again, Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Uh, we've got some stuff to get to from over the weekend, some other reactions to get to. Uh, there were some big sports stories. We've got conference realignment stuff that is heating up again. Jim Harbaugh news. We've got the first. We had the the angry. I feel like every college football coach does this thing where you have multiple scrimmages during fall camp, and there's one where the coach has to come out, or at least one practice where the coach has to come out and just be pissed off right, with the media. I'm so mad at these guys. And, it, you know, it's like 75% theater. But you're doing it to try and fire the guys up. And Jeff Brom kind of had the – he had the angry coach after the scrimmage from over the weekend where he's, he's short on questions. He's not happy about the way they started. You know, giving them, Mark Stoops, to his credit, does this every year. I think he does it well where he's like, I, we're not half, halfway where we need to be. These guys suck. And then, you know, they end up being ready to go by the time the season gets here. So we'll, we'll talk about the football news from over the weekend. Fall camp is now officially over. They are in full prep mode. You get a couple days off before they start turning their full attention to Georgia Tech. We've got Indiana embarrassing themselves uh, on multiple fronts to talk about. And we've got, I know you love this, bowl projections. Oh, plus I just got a fun email. I like fun emails. Uh, well, well, I'll just give you the headline. Who are the five most famous people in Indiana are? Ooh. 
I'll let you think about it for a minute. Gomer Pyle. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> after the break, more Mike Rutherford show coming your way on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Rutherford show here on 1450. The rest of the show is all Canadians' greatest things for the Blue Jays. And 96-1, the big X. Did you know what, Mike? Everything. You know it's true. You just ruined it again. You're, you're, you're fumbling <laughs> I'm, I'm, all over this I'm song. I'm on the lyrics. I'm sorry. It's been a while. This is bad. This I do it terrible. for you. We were talking off air about your cameo from David Akers, that you're a fancy football thing, which yeah. made me – I've got an embarrassing thing that I have to admit here. I've got to come, I should have had you do the cameo. That'd be well, I've got, to, I've got to come forward. Hand up here. When I – so I got sick on the air a couple Thursdays ago and was kind of just in bed, like not paying attention to anything for a few days after that, trying to rest up. I missed a cameo for the first time. I had a cameo assignment, and I didn't get this person's happy birthday wish to them. You uh, ruined a kid's birthday? No, because here's what happened. So I missed the the allotted time. It was the first time this has ever happened. I've never not made good on a cameo booking. And I still I, I noticed it on his actual birthday. It was, like I think it was the 15th. And so the, the, you, they have the option of doing it for free once you've missed the paid date. So I just I did it for free. I just gave him the, the, the cameo for free. Saved him 11 bucks or whatever. <laughs> 11 bucks. First of all, he must not love his kid that much. $11. Like he was a friend. <laughs> It was a kid who played football at center, and... Okay. He played center at center? I don't know what he played at center, but he played football at center, okay. and they went to Ireland for a trip, and he ate a full basket of potatoes from some guy off the street. And I was like, well, this is... I, I can work with this. This is, is a great camp. Is, is, that, is that a common thing? I don't think so. Okay. You, you're the Ireland expert here. I don't think it is. I don't <laughs> think you're... I, don't, I think it's frowned upon. Sounds like a bad stereotype, but okay. It does a little bit. <laughs> We've also got... Look, this is the show that brings you answers faster than any other. So, at times. You, <laughs> when we try. It brings you answers from the people that know. So you've been talking about how Westport Middle is like, you know, you're shocked by the school letting out and you know, the lack of traffic and all this stuff. Marty Polio himself texted into the show. Oh, we're people who know people. Westport and Wagner both start at 820 now. So their times are different. Their so, start and end times are different. So you're not getting that traffic anymore because of the new start time. So it's getting out later or earlier? Later. Okay, that's why so I'm beating the traffic now. I think. I'm actually I'm actually waking up and getting out of the house before something finishes. I think that's right. I think that's what's happening now. Thank you, JCPS. Thank you. First of all, I'm a little. I, I know this is like the the fun thing to do when you get older. You're like, you kids, back when we were in school, yeah, you didn't get to miss days. Uh, of all those like old man complaints about back in my day, why I didn't have it, I would have loved to have eight like later start time. Like, I feel like we had to be, like, 7 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, when we had, every now and then Trinity would have something, 
we have a nine o'clock start for something. There'd be like a staff meeting between eight and nine. So we okay, would start. Yeah, you're on the Catholic school. Yeah, they yes. different things. So we would start at nine, and just every class would be a little bit shorter. That extra hour made all like I woke up like the sun was shining brighter. <laughs> I was feeling better. I was like singing louder in the car on the way to school. If I could just have had that extra hour. Every morning, I would have been a different kid. You know how many homerooms I wouldn't have to cut to go to Hardy's if you'd give me an extra hour? Well, you would have just cut it later. Well, I would have stayed later probably, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> Speaking of like, yeah, the, the old man thing, my, so my, my oldest nephew got dropped off at college over the weekend. My, my brother and my sister-in-law had to do the thing where it's, you say goodbye to the first kid going to college. You, they drove him down. He's got a he, kid. Is, he's brilliant. He got a 30. Speaking of ACT, he got a 35 on the ACT and took it again, trying to get a perfect score. Taking like, mine on. on the ninth. I was like, come on, man. You got to send that picture. And you want to take my picture for the ACT today? Yes. We'll I got it. my Brian Dawkins t-shirt on. That's perfect. Yeah. So my, my nephew, Jack, got a full ride to Emory. And my, my brother and sister-in-law drove him down, got him all set up. And they're like, his dorm room is like, like cathedral ceilings, like all this space. All I was like, this is going to be one of those things that I think you and I – well, you didn't have to stay at the dorms, but like you and people around our age. Well, but keep in mind, I did. I did stay in some dorms, though. But in relation, like, okay, yeah. But I, you and you people our age will justifiably be able to look back and be like, "You kids have no idea." Oh no! Have, like I saw a, a viral TikTok of this girl who was like complaining about the size of her dorm. It's twice as big as the dorm that I had my freshman year of Dayton, where we did not have air conditioning. We had these like crap, like wooden. The worst desks I've ever seen in my life. You had a roommate, right? Yeah. I, yeah. See, I got I got lucky a couple of times. Like the, when I was dating someone with IU, she didn't have a roommate, so like we at least had a private room. Our, our dorm was just crap. It was straight crap. And they, even like when our sophomore year, they they had just opened a new freshman dormitory, and like the rooms were already three times as good as the ones that we stayed in the year <laughs> before. And I know they've only gotten better since then. But I mean, I you know I visited a bunch of friends in college. I went to yeah. visit friends at UK and Miami of Ohio and Western and. And a, and a bunch of different schools. I've been and the to dorms Ohio were State all, as well. The yeah. dorms were all crap. Like, like they yeah. were none of, even like the, the the nice schools. The friends that I had who got into kind of rich kid schools. Like their dorms were were bleep. They, they, they were not they were not good at all. Now there were some newer ones. Like I said, I've described when I was at when I was at West Ham. But like when I remember the first times I went to the dorms was like once I was seventeen. I was up at UK. And I don't remember which ones it was. We went just to party, and I was I remember thinking, I'm like, I mean, yeah, these these are small. They're they're cramped. The beds look. Like it should come with like a hepatitis C shot. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. And then now when I was at Western, I haven't seen now, I haven't seen a dorm described by like in the recently, but when I was at Western, like they had some, I went to some of the older crappier dorms, but as I've tried to describe, they just built like these new like apartment type dorms to where it was like a he had this giant living area everybody shared and everyone had like their own room with a lock and had a bathroom and bed and a desk in it, which those were really nice, but. Yeah, the old the dorms themselves were yeah. The last time I went, I've been in a dorm was probably mid two thousands, and it wasn't very nice. Patrick says his girlfriend's dorm sucks. If that makes him feel any better, come on, Marty, you know people. <laughs> really, dude, he's just doing this because people won't like blame for nepotism or something. I mean, <laughs> stop answering Trevor's questions and get your daughter an upgrade. <laughs> I mean, don't worry, she'll just stay with Patrick's. Easy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just no, Marty. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh, let's make fun of Indiana. How's that sound? I mean, we're over here now. Maybe we should wait till we get back across the bridge. No. Okay. Do you want to know the most? This is Kentuckiana. This now, is not Indiana. Is this because you just do you want to know their five most famous people yet or not? Yeah, let's do it. Five most famous people from the state of Indiana. This is according to an email sent to me from uh, Riha Ali. Uh, I'll just throw his name out there because he's probably not a real person anyway. 
Can I guess? Yeah, this according to the the five the 2023 Fame Index Indiana rankings. Oh, the Fame Index thing. Is that what this is? You know it? I feel like it's the thing when you Google like like famous. Well, they sent today. they sent this to the station account, so I don't know who was Googling what in here. But let's go. The, the number five. Number five is. Well, I don't know. Can I just I don't just guess five of them? Yanking me. I mean, is Jim Neighbors on there? Jim Neighbors does not make the list. Uh, David Letterman. David Letterman is number two. Um. <laughs> Larry Bird. Larry Bird number five. One of these you're not going to get. I'm assuming it's people that have to be born in Indiana. I assume as well. No, that can't be true because it only lists one person from Kentucky, and he wasn't born here. Well, hold on. Because below it has a map and has a, like every state's most famous person in a picture of them, and the Kentucky one, I, I'm pretty sure that dude wasn't born here. Maybe he was. Maybe. So I mean, Peyton Manning wouldn't qualify. No, Peyton Manning's on. But Michael right. Jackson. Whoa. No. <sighs> think, 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 think across the across the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Janet's number one. Was, was Michael not born in Indiana? I, I don't think they want to recognize him. I don't know why, but yes. If Michael Jackson was born Janet in Indiana is, and is not on this he list, is born in this, he's born in Indiana. I'm pretty sure he had to be right. Yeah, because they're all from Gary. If Michael Jackson, I mean, maybe he was born. Was was he like? Because like Dominique Wilkins was born in France, which is always a cool thing to know. Uh, Michael Jackson was officially born in Gary, Indiana. I mean, okay, this list is, is invalid. But it clearly, this they, list is, is, is they, already is, is bonk. It's well, <laughs> the people, good people at Fame Index would like to differ. <laughs> but Janet is the most important Jackson, according to them. So you've got Janet Jackson one, Letterman two, Bird five. I mean, if Michael Jackson's not on the list, but I don't, I don't, I'm not guessing anymore. I'm done. Do you just want to know number three is yes, Mike Pence. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Mike Pence is more famous than Michael Jackson. Mike Pence is more famous than Larry Bird. Apparently, Mike Pence is more famous than both of them. And he's also more famous than Indianapolis's uh, native Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is more famous than Mike Pence. <laughs> I mean, Babyface is born here, and he's more famous than Mike Pence. Does Mike Pence have a highway named after him in, 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 uh, in Indianapolis? I don't think so. We've had some bad lists on this show. This may be top of the I mean, Jackie Joyner Kersey's is better than Mike Pence. This tops the list of bad lists. John Mellencamp. I mean, I might even people still have expressways named after them. I didn't know Mike. Was Mike Pence even born in Indiana? Other than just being, I know he's governor, but you don't have to be born in the state to be governor, right? No. No, he is actually. He's from Columbus, Indiana. Okay. Let's watch him not be. <laughs> All right, let's now. We've already kind of. I mean, that's a, a bad look for Indiana to begin with. Let's make Mike fun of Indiana more than. So is. Kentucky's the picture listed as Johnny okay. Depp. Uh, okay, that's uh, that's fine. Is he from? He's born here. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he was. So it's now, I guess, an official deal that Indiana is actively working, and they're going to cancel the 2025 game between Louisville and Indiana. <laughs> Sorry. I actually I don't get mad about that. There's some little fans that are like, oh, you, you cowards, you're gutless. That's fine. It doesn't hurt me that they're not playing the game. One, we still get to get our home game. We, we get the neutral site game this year at Lucas Oil, which is cool. We get the home game next year at l Stadium. And the, the game that's getting canceled is a home game for them against us in 2025. And we're going to get money from this. Right? I think we're going to get, what, $2 million, I believe, is the, is the buyout for each game. So... Okay, well, so we still got our home game too. Then, oh well. Yeah, shoot. so I'm fine with that. So, so we don't, you know, we we it's money in our pocket. It's not we we get our home game. We don't have to go up there and play 
a potentially kind of a not a whole lot to gain, but probably a little bit more to lose game against them at their place when we already have a very, very tough schedule in 2025. So, like, it it doesn't bother me. Do I think it's kind of (laughs) gutless and and cowardly? Yeah, for sure. But all these Indiana people, Rick Bozich wrote about this last week. The the Indiana websites are writing about it now, about how, yeah, you can call us whatever you want, but it's a smart move to play this game because the Big Ten could be going to more conference games. We're going to have more tough games and all this stuff. And, you know, there are negative outcomes playing big-time Power 5 conference teams, even if they are rivals and all this stuff. So, I mean, what? Okay, here's what I don't get about this. Like, Indiana is so Indiana's going to play us on neutral one this year. They're still going to play us at home next year. And they're going to give up $2 million just so they don't have to play us in one game at their own house. Yeah. I don't think they're, they're – they're kind of, it's kind of a bad deal for them. Like, from their standpoint, at this point, the just, extra money that they're getting from the Big Ten's new deal and the, the, the money that they're getting from expansion is going to make you – know, who cares? It's, too, it's a drop in the bucket now at this point. It's $2 million, and what we need to focus on is becoming a bowl team. Bowls mean more to our program growing than playing a regional rival like Louisville. We need to get start getting to six wins, and the best way to do that is to avoid playing a power conference team and we don't have to play one. It's 2023 years now figuring that out, Indiana. I guess. I mean, I thought like UK had mastered this like 15 years ago. I mean, if you want to go the the yeah the the, the Kansas State Bill Snyder approach, which is what it, which is what Kentucky does, where you, know, you, you schedule as many. Can cupcakes. I say something controversial real quickly before you you finish? But this was the 90s. Yeah. I don't hate Kentucky for scheduling the way that they do. I mean, it is what it is. I don't like. I don't hate them at all for Mark Stoops because you know what? At the end of the day, winning football games is cool, and. When people look back at seasons, when people when I look back at UK season from seven years ago, I don't even know what they did, but let's say they won nine games. Let's say it was a good year. I don't okay. think they did, but let's say they did. Yeah, probably eight. But yeah, I don't remember what their schedule was. I just remember, they won nine games. Pretty damn good year. Like for us, you know, we've scheduled so difficult out of conference recently, and I think that there's there's something to be said for the UK approach, especially when you play in a conference like they do in the SEC. And I know Stoops has all the incentives. You know, if he gets seven wins, he gets this much bonus and this much extension, all that stuff. That's that's fine for him. But I think even from a fan perspective, like would you, you'd love to play. You get enough big-time games playing in the SEC. And even for us in the ACC, we're going to get enough big-time games in most years. This is the one exception where we don't get either Florida State or Clemson. And we still get, you know, you're at Miami, who's still a big-name brand. you got Virginia Tech this year. Yeah, NC, chances are one of the teams that we play from this conference – that is unranked right now is going to have a good season and be ranked by the time they're on our schedule. We've got Notre Dame coming in because of the ACC deal. Like, I'm fine with scheduling a couple of patsies or a couple of teams that you should beat to try to inflate your record because at the end of the day, you only get 12 games a season. And winning football games is fun. I'm never, I don't care if Kentucky does as long as we're one of the, we, we, still, we still play them. That, I, I mean, with you there, for sure. I mean, if they want to schedule three schools of the blind, I don't really give a bleep. I mean, it doesn't bother me if we want to do it. I don't bother me either. I think a little bit to do with, with us, at least more in the past as opposed to this year, but you know, I think a lot of times Louisville would, was thinking bigger picture where we can be a contender in our conference that gets not enough respect, so we have to schedule exactly someone outside. Where Kentucky's like, hey, we're just trying to make a bowl game, okay? I and mean, that was the frustrating thing for us when we couldn't get big time teams on our schedule was we didn't have those big time games when we were in Conference USA, and even to a less to to a lesser degree when we were in the Big East and the AAC. Remember, we got North Carolina to play here in like 2012. How big of a deal it was because we could not get any big time non conference games, and, and like that. You know, we had to schedule that way. We needed; those were the only chances we had to play big time 
top 25 perennial programs uh, because we didn't have those games in our in our league. And when we did, it was overachieving. It was like Southern Miss or TCU, who at that time were were good, but they were like yeah. the, the lovable group of five teams and whatever. Like they weren't going to turn the page as much as beating a Florida State. Even when we beat them, or if we beat Miami, or you know, we played Penn State a couple of times when we beat Texas back in the day, like we needed to schedule that way because of our conference affiliation. We got Oklahoma at one point on some home uh, on an out of conference schedule. We did, didn't go great. Yeah, no, no. The one year we lost them, we actually it was we hung with them this year before they won their title. Did we? I think it was Thursday night game. Yeah, I think we lost on a touchdown from a uh, an offsides. And, like our guys just gave up and they threw it like a sixty yard touchdown. And they're like. Penalty decline. We're like, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're still new to this. I'm sorry. I know. It's just, I never got so angry about this. It's like, what are you doing? The corner's just like, okay, flag. We're done. Like, no, <laughs> stay tackle the guy. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but that's yeah. I mean, it's Indiana. That's what with Indiana though. I don't get. It's just like you're basically just giving up one game. I mean, if this is like, we're, well, we're not going to play you next year either. Now. It just wants to get this game over with. We'll give you know we'll give you two million and we don't have to do any more. But you're just basically avoiding us coming to your house. Yeah, it seems weird. I mean, that just seems like just dumb. I mean, plain and simple. It's like what are you what are you really trying to get out of? By the way, oh, we were never close to beating Oklahoma. Was it who's it we lost on Thursday? We Maybe played them twice. They beat us forty two twenty one one year and thirty five fourteen the other year. So twenty one points both times. Maybe it was North Carolina on Thursday night. Maybe I'm thinking of. We we always beat North Carolina pretty handy. We played them on we played one of those on a Thursday night that was a close game. I remember back in like circa late ninety eight, ninety nine, maybe. You can check the schedule if you want. I don't know, but I know it was a Thursday night game. I remember that. We beat a almost beat a really good team or a big brand in ninety eight or ninety nine. We almost. <laughs> you sure about this? <laughs> hey, my memory's not exactly always one hundred percent right. You know, I'm always in the area though. So, usually, yeah. But there are sometimes too where you just say stuff that just is not. It was post Schnellenberger. It was it was John O. Smith. I'm almost positive. And it was <laughs> Illinois, maybe. <laughs> no, nah, Illinois was never that good. They, they were lost like, them by five that year. Yeah, we, they were they were our only win in Ron Cooper's year. I think they were. The Oklahoma game wasn't that. That was 21. I just told. I read you the exact scores. They both were 21 points. <laughs> Couldn't have been that bad. I just read exactly what they were. All right. The second thing we have to make it fun of Indiana about. Did you see what happened at the Hoosier Fan Fest over the weekend? We're still making fun of Indiana. Yes. We had two things. Okay. We okay. got through one. Well, no, I did not see the Hoosier Fest. No. So they, you know, they do it at Assembly Hall. It's I don't even know what it is. It's like the fans pay money. Former players come out and talk. I mean, you, you can do stuff on the court, I guess. But they reenacted. What do you think they reenacted? You do anything on the court? What do you think they reenacted? <laughs> the Watford shot? Of course they did. They re- I mean, they, is there really – I mean – They brought Christian Watford back. They brought him on the floor. They had – I don't even know if it was the same guy. Run the floor and do the shovel pass back to him from the same spot. They had the buzzer go off. He hit the shot. The place went nuts. It is – I like to think that if even if I was an Indiana fan, a diehard Indiana fan who was very much overly defensive of my program, I would still at this point be like, it's enough, guys. It, it, it's got to be enough. There's not, besides Texas Tech and the Michael Crabtree playing football, there is not one college sports fan base that has overemphasized a regular season play the way that Indiana has done with this Christian Watford shot. And I know I saw TJ make the same comment, and I've been saying the oh, same thing for years. Nuts. Like, well, 
it should. Like, you played them in a much more meaningful game four months later in the Sweet 16 and waxed the floor with their asses. Like, you know, th- congrats. You want no, a, no one remembers that. You won a regular season game in December, and that's the most important thing that you've done since the 2001 run to the, the, the national championship game. Like, I, it's it should be a little bit embarrassing <laughs> for you at this point. If we I mean, Well, in fairness, though, I mean, and, and when you talk about, like, in the last since 2000, really, yeah, or God, yeah. I mean, I guess you could go maybe a little I mean, bit. Into the 90s. They, you know, they sell cups for it at the game. Like they, you know, they they they're doing all this. They're paintings for it. Whatever. It'd be like if we had Edgar Sosa back to do the Edgar Sosa dagger against a bad Kentucky team. Like that was a great moment. That wasn't a bad Kentucky team they beat though. It was it was a Gillespie team. No, I meant the Indiana one though. No, no, yeah. but I'm saying like yeah. it was a regular season game that, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. is not like one of our gigantic shining points of the last 15 years. But it, it would be like if no. we brought Edgar Sosa back and like we were just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Like the Sosa shot, let's bring him back. This was the spot. It's like it was a regular season game. Beating Kentucky is always great, but if they had beat us in the NCAA tournament that same year, or let's say if if we had beaten them in that same year, 2011-12. In the regular season game where Russ dunked all over Jamal Randall, and like you know, and we were like the dunk and all this stuff, and we and did kind of a lot of our fan base was on. It was cool. It was yeah. a cool dunk. We dunked on him tip twice, but like they beat us in the final four. Ultimately, they get the bigger laughing right. They, they they get the bigger bragging rights. They won the game. If if we had won that game in 2011 and we're still thumping our chest about it 12 years later, what are we really doing? But in fairness, so in Indiana, and I'm not going to depend on too much, but. Like, more people do remember the Whopper shot more than they could tell you the Indian lost to them in Sweet 16. Because they won't let you forget about it. I mean, <laughs> well, <is> it, <laughs> it was pretty cool, though, man. <laughs> We're within shouting distance of their fans. They're, they're talking about it nonstop. <laughs> you, you it's been 12 th- years. Find a new show. At some point, though, like, well, I mean, the, the older generation's like, come on, can we get, like, some Keith Lee love? Or, I mean, not Keith Smart. Keith, like, Keith Smart, yeah, I think Keith the Lee. wide shot has, over, Memphis, yeah. has overtaken the Keith Smart from the corner shot. I mean, a fading away to the corner, that, what has? It shouldn't. It was a national title shot. It wasn't a national title. Wasn't a buzzer beater, though, technically. I don't care. There was three seconds left. Still. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a weird obsession. You're a team that went undefeated, the last undefeated team. You, you let them <laughs> score 102 points on you four months later, and they went on to win the national title. Maybe stop. stop. That was kind of a bad you. IU doesn't get Kentucky. They may make a Final Four run that year. I mean, they were they were good. Kentucky's like the one team they just did not match up well with. Obviously, it'd be like despite if, what you saw. If you, you know, we always thought the the UK doing the Lamar fumbling thing was always kind of silly because look, Lamar played well in that game, and Lamar also beat them twice, where he just straight up dominated them in their other two meetings. But it would be like if. Like, I don't know, honoring an entire team that couldn't make it past the Elite Eight? Yeah, but it'd be like if they won that game with a Lamar fumble, and then we got rematched against them in the college football playoff, and we beat them by 20, and they still were like, Lamar fumbled, Lamar fumbled, Lamar. Yeah, and then he beats you. Like It just is, is a very, very silly thing that I keep seeing happen. Indiana fans are embarrassing themselves. They desperately need to go to a Final Four just so they can get over. Oh, yeah, they, they got to do something, yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, again, Kentucky fans honor an entire team that lost to a shot. Yeah, but Kentucky's done stuff since then. Like they, they, they have. They still retired their numbers. They or did. jerseys. Which yeah, I think it's a little bit of a different scenario. I, I think that it's I do think that that's kind of silly, but I, I can at least understand where they're coming from. The watch shot stuff, I mean, it's been I mean the watch shot the shelf life should have been like the five problem is years. I have no problem honoring it's just the thing is that you had nothing since then to honor with it. Like I have no problem like because I mean that shot if you want to look at it if you if you're an Indiana fan, look at it, that was kind of the 
we're back moment. But they weren't. Well, they, they were for a moment. They, they didn't make it past the Sweet 16. They still haven't. And they back, went to back-to-back. They, then they had, and they were uh, you know one seed the next year. And yes, just you did get beaten in the Sweet 16, but they were the one seed. So, I mean, we thought we were back a couple of times. But it, that was... That it'd was, be like if we highlighted our win over Michigan all the time and we're like, that was our back moment. Because we very clearly were not back. <laughs> well, maybe we did a shot at when they can't like... Well, I mean, that's the Jordan war, they don't want this smoke quote. I mean, just change the state. The, 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 you put on a shirt that I'm still wearing five years. If Indiana, if, I mean, if Indiana had won that game on like by 12 points, do you think it would be remembered the same way? What do you mean? If Indiana just won that game like going away by 20 points, it shouldn't be remembered the same way at all. <laughs> it's just, it was a regular season game from 11 years or 12 years ago. I think because of this, the way that the, the the actions after the shot too have helped the have helped it stay alive in the memory. Tom Green's O face. The you know, Dick Vitale losing it. Kentucky fans, Kentucky fans, just tr- acting as if it was like the like World War Three going it, that on. That was one of the funnier things. I mean, the Kentucky fans were just like these people are animals. They should be locked up. I never forget. I mean, if you're it. Indiana, I would not want to let them forget it too because the the, the juvenile way they acted as a, as a result of it. I'll never forget reading one of the. It was either a message board like a a Twitter post where who was the player? Was it uh, one of the players? They were like, all I remember is I saw Indiana fans. Running over his prone form, lying on the floor. I was like, his prone form? What is this? What are we, what are we talking about here? It's a court storming. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I, there's just really they slowly pulled their knives out of their sheets. I mean, you thought, yeah, you thought it'd be like it was like it was, it was like a prison riot over here. Like, like poor Anthony Davis is getting bleachers. shanked. One, one direct look stared me directly in the eyes of the bleachers as he ran his finger across his throat and then pulled out a pocket knife. It was yeah, the whole thing was overblown. But it just it it still seems it seems silly to be still doing this. I the only reason I defend it is because it does drive Kentucky fans so insane, and it make that gives me joy. Knowing how much it annoys them that Indiana still acknowledges it, and it is yes, is is a. It's Old sad. School. It is sad, but the humor of the annoyance of Kentucky fans from it is overwhelms the sadness of it from Indiana fans for me. Last if I was an Indiana fan, I would, I would, I would be more against it. But as not as non Indiana fan, I'm saying you know what, people give t. I would send a T-shirt to to every player on that team if I'm an Indiana fan, just annually every year to remind them. You're just sucking the- up a Scoots. You don't <laughs> want to take any more money from you. Scoots wants to make a bet with me. I'll, I'll make another bet. He said Louisville's going to win ten games. I'll take the under on that. By the way. September 21st, Thursday night, 1995, Louisville loses North Carolina 17 to 10. Is it the game you're thinking of? Yeah. 1995? It was earlier than I thought. I was thought it was post Cooper. It was Cooper year. Yeah. Well, because when we started playing them in like the early 2000s, we busted their asses twice. Yeah. Uh, the, the last thing I want to talk about before we go to break, we'll get to the text line in the next segment. Did you see last night the Nationals played the Phillies in Williamsport mm-hmm. and they didn't sell any tickets to the game? They just had all the little leaguers come out. That's pretty but cool. The one thing that, that, it was cool, but the big thing to me was <laughs> it's not going to be as cool. We can't let you finish. <laughs> the Bryson Stott of the Phillies, he rocked this custom bat that looked like a number two pencil. I mean, I'll show you the picture. This is where the YouTube cameras. Like, look at that. You kind of it catches your eye. It looks straight yeah, up like a pencil. That's kind of cool. I've always thought this, and I wonder if this is going to be the you know the the, the the blow that breaks the dam up wide open. You know we. Everything in sports gets marketed. Everything in sports becomes the like this just personal tool, like item for flair. I've always thought it was strange that we didn't have more like 
crazy bat designs or colorful bats like you get like the green or blue, yeah. yeah just different color this, red bat this sort of reminds me remember when it was such a revolutionary thing that the first goalies in the 90s in the nhl were gonna were, were custom making their masks to make them about their team like a little flare started that but yeah i think it was i remember patrick wall was one of the first ones i remember i remember when it, I, I, the one i remember most was the san jose shark one from the beginning but like when it first started yeah. happening people were like is this good for the game and Not you look back now yeah. and you look at highlights from 1991 where they're all wearing the same basic white mask and it looks silly I wonder if this is going to be kind of a thing now where we get, you know, person like, like Ellie De La Cruz has like his own autograph on his bat in, in all red with a black background. <laughs> like if all these, like you know, this guy uses a flame bat or whatever. Like I feel like this is a thing, you know, wherever there's a marketing opportunity or a, 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 an opportunity for a player to showcase some more of their personality, they tip, you give them an inch, they take a mile. I feel like this could be one of those situations moving forward. But I thought it was cool to see something like this for the first time on, on uh, last night. I don't know why. I could see Dele Cruz having a bat with it spray-painted a picture of him swinging a bat. That'd be cool. On a bat, like on, on the bat. Or like just like a, 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 a big picture of someone's face just where if you hit it right to the sweet spot, it's like in the guy's mouth. Manny Ramirez comes out of retirement to have a bat that looks like a rolled joint. Like that would be cool. <laughs> I think this is one rule Manny Ramirez probably shouldn't be allowed to, 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 to partake in because God knows what Manny will come up. I mean, they do do different colored gloves, right? Yeah. And, and didn't and not and maybe I mean maybe I'm a burnout, but didn't there want a time when you could have like a red bat or a different color bat? Like, someone's done it before in the major league level. I feel like you can. There's just no one ever does. I mean, you have you have some that are different. You have people that use different colored bats, but never, I mean, there's black and beige. Yeah, but I mean, black, you, there's red bats sometimes, like red. Like, like, there's never been something like this, and I wonder if it's going to become a thing. Now. That's why you don't even see the colored bats that often as well either. It's I mean, rare. Yeah, I know Votto's got like a, a, a kind of a matte black bat with a red yeah. handle on the finish. Like, and I can see. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much more you can do. What other? What other Phallic symbols can you make up to look like a, a bat to look like? Well, they don't have to be phallic symbols. They can be whatever you want. Well, a pencil is and a bat in itself is a phallic symbol. But I'm saying you could just make just designs. <laughs> you know, they don't have to be like they didn't have to fit the design. It doesn't have to be like that. You could just have like a again like your name on it, like in big cursive letters. Can we do like where like like uh, boxers like sell like advertising on their on their body? Can you? That's like, what I'm saying. Like it'd be stuff like that. Can I put, can I pay like 500 bucks to have my name and picture put on on Joe Votto's bat? I would love. We, we like, go all in with like a big X 1450. Bat for Stuart Fairchild. He breaks it first pitch. <laughs> I'm getting it for Kevin Newman. You <laughs> have to go to AAA for that. Well, good. It's cheaper. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, Thornton's text line. We'll get to you guys at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Monday edition here on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X. Uh, I know I've brought him up before, but the commissioner of Little Man's League, 
just despises Neil Young. Why? I, I don't know why. It's become like there's a running joke where he hates Neil Young with a passion, and another guy really hates the Eagles, the band, not the team. That's fine. Whatever. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't get the, the like the complete disdain for Neil Young. Like, he just hates him. All right, Thornton Stuxline, 502-414-1450. We haven't done a good job of getting to you guys today. It's Monday. You've got a lot of thoughts. Let's uh, let's get into them. Texture says, Mike, be like, after talks with family, I'll be decommitting from the State Fair University. No questions, please. Respect my decision. <laughs> I didn't know I had to go back, let alone three times this week. <laughs> you didn't know you were supposed to go like two times last week either, though, really. Well, I found out. Through me, I think. <laughs> I know Dugan called me. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, and then, but but I, I knew at the time I was going to go twice last week. I just the next week was not on the radar. I like how you're just like we're not doing like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like Tuesday, Thursday. It's like random days. You can see how I would be confused by the entire thing. Did you ever open up that document with the schedule on it? I no, they wouldn't. I, I, you sent no a request access. and never they never gave you access. I can't. I'm not allowed to open things apparently. Texture says, Drew Frank with the L's down after embarrassing himself is such a typical UK fan. Texture says, Mike and Trevor, it's clearly Indianans that are alive. Is that what it is? I don't know. I still like to think, well, first of all, if that even if that's true or not, John Mellencamp and Babyface are alive, and they're still better than Mike Pence. Jackie Joyner Cursor dead? I think so. She died? I didn't know that. I couldn't remember. I don't know. There's, there's other Jacksons. I, I I'd still, I'm not above Janet, but I'd put Tito above Mike Pence. He's still alive, right? Don't no, tell Jackie me. Kersey's still alive. Okay, I thought yeah. so. I didn't think she'd passed. Yeah. Was it Flojo who died? Flojo passed away. That's who I'm thinking of. Because Jackie, you know, she actually designed the, the Pacer jerseys that that was my favorite team in the 90s. Those, those uh, little stripes on the side. That was her design. That's cool. Yeah. Texas, I saw the parachute guy on Wednesday over Captain's Quarters. Really? Is this guy just like randomly flies around Louisville? Is he like the helicopter man? How many mileage is, how much mileage can you get on a parachute? It's like Homer Simpson when he took the <laughs> parachute guy, the helicopter guy. When the, the parachute guy, like the guy landed at the boxing match? Yeah. Yeah. Then the, then the, <laughs> that's actually a good Simpsons. That was when the uh, Mike Tyson character came out to Why Can't We Be Friends. No, he came out to find him. Frederick Taylor. Homer, Homer came out to Why Can't We Be Why Friends. Can't we? <laughs> Still my favorite scene. It ends with the the, uh, <laughs> the the sort of the montage of Mo flying and the thing over different parts of the world. Yeah. It's a great episode. I mean, is this guy really like flying? I mean, how far is Captain's Quarters? That's pretty far, right? It's not close to long run. No, at all. So this guy's, huh. I wonder if I should do should I, I wonder if I would do that. I, if I would, if I could. Texas, if it's the same people that fly over Oldham County all the time, it's a powered parachute. Yeah, it looked like you had like They a, have what looks like a little contraption. They sit yeah. in with a big fan blade on the back and they fly around with a parachute holding them up above. That's that, that's I, the that thing? Yeah, that sounds right. He wasn't sitting. He was like you look, he was dangling. But yeah, it looked like he had like a like a, something above him that was like powering it cuz he he didn't he wasn't like going downwards like towards us. He was going above us and at, at a you know, regular path level. Like he wasn't dropping down below. Feels like I'm running at a Curious rate. It's like, what? <laughs> thank God Mike's going back to the State Fair. I really needed more of the Plinko madness. <laughs> and I go crazy over the Plinko out there. You, I don't know if you've heard. Did you pick up all those shirts for Mary yet? <laughs> what shirt? What do you send me the pictures of? Oh, no, that's not our booth, though. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's, there are many of those booths around. That Honestly, I'd, what, I, I, I was I was 50-50 on whether it was our booth or not. <laughs> 
it's not. <laughs> if you want your any sort of political shirt out there, you can you can find well any sort of one side you can find that at the state fair, which is fine. Texter says, uh, Mike, you should start interrupting Trevor. If I worked, f- you should start interrupting Trevor's nonsense stories the way that he does yours. I should interrupt your text. <laughs> Why would you want to interrupt me? I don't want to interrupt you. Texas, so Mike, I do not about, interrupt you. <laughs> about the CC podcast. Yeah, we haven't done a new episode in a few weeks. Where, it's where, coming. What's, what's wrong? We got big things in the works. We're gonna, the podcast is going to get a makeover. It's going to be good. We've got exciting news coming your way soon. We're, we're pumped about it. Hmm. If you want to join the party and advertise. Am I ever going to get to go on the podcast? It's time to get in soon. No. But I have to keep this part of my life separate from the other parts of my life. <laughs> <laughs> A mic, a mic cannot survive in <laughs> center. A mic divided, not staying amongst itself. Texas, I just had a crazy cool idea. Awesome. Awesome. That's the end of the text. That's also the name of the album of TLC, right? No, I said just had a crazy cool idea. If I worked for the NIL Collective, I would have a barcode at every exit at a sporting event that says, like what you see, scan this to donate $5 to the NIL Collective, and then it automatically links to Apple Pay. It's not, actually not a bad deal. Not a bad not idea, bad yeah. That's actually pretty good. I wonder if I can steal that. They're doing the thing again this year, which I do think is a good idea, where you can pledge a certain amount of money per touchdowns or per wins. And, I mean, I guess your hope is that, like, you get somebody who doesn't understand it, like Michael Scott donating the per miles for the fun run for Oscar's niece. Um, But stuff like that, I think, is – it makes it more fun than just, hey, we need your money, (laughs) little rascals. Give us your money. I mean, how can this is the same guy who said you should interrupt me? Like, how can one guy be so like have such a bad idea and then have such a great idea right after it? He's got a great idea. It's a real 50-50 dude here. Texas says I live an hour and forty-five minutes east of Louisville. We have a few people in my town that fly motorized hang gliding contraptions all over town. It has become very normal to see here. This seems what, like a safety what, issue. What, what, what? Wait, 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 wait! I know I missed up at some points in my life, but when did I, when did it become just? When do people just start hang gliding around the, the city randomly? I mean, I, I've never seen these other people other than this one time. I haven't seen them. Is the new drone? That's what I thought. It was like a human drone. I don't know how to feel. About you have this. a drone? I do not have a drone. I thought about buying one the other day, and I was like, "What am I going to do with it?" Like, you would you, crash a drone within I mean, <laughs> three days of owning a drone. I mean, because what's a good drone run? Like a decent one's like a couple hundred bucks, right? I think if you're getting a good one, it's gonna be like five hundred bucks for you. Okay, so so I'm thinking one by a couple hundred bucks. Like, I was like, do I go out back? Like, if I go out back and, like, send it up into the sky, like, are, are people going to, like, throw stuff at it? I don't think so. My nephew, the, the one who just got dropped off at college, had a very nice one. He always, like, brought it and did stuff and left it on a train in Switzerland. <laughs> I hate when that happens. There, also, uh, <laughs> there was one at the at the, the, you, Arlo, the kickball mm-hmm. thing. They got caught in the – they used one last year. They made all these cool videos with it. So it was back this year and very early on in the first game. It got caught in the net. Jim Patterson Stadium. That like, separates the, the crowd. You yeah, yeah. The, balls. The, the, the. And like, all of a sudden, all you just hear is like in the middle of the game, you should like, <laughs> and like you see like the, the stuff's like flying everywhere. And it was, that drone's dead. It's gone. I mean, what, what am I going to like, cool things can I do with a drone like my backyard? Take overhead. Well, I mean, I would like to see shots of your house overhead. It's, I mean, would that not be kind of creepy though? I mean, if I, I looked up and I saw a drone like floating above me, I mean, it's going to be. A drone shot of your house would look look like the beginning of every Netflix true crime murder documentary. So if I, if I get a drone... looks like a normal house, <laughs> shrouded in dog poop in the backyard. <laughs> Actually, 
was the site of one of Louisville's most horrific crimes. I think I might buy a drone. I've always kind of want one. I think I'm going to buy a drone. Just like a slow shot of your house, and it's like, just like the, you see, like the the voice, the first voiceover. It's like I always knew something was off about Trevor. He's one of those guys <laughs> that you pointed to and thought, "Yeah, I could see him." I mean, I'm slightly worried to find out what's gonna what I'm gonna find on the ceiling in my, on the roof of my house, but I I, I, I think there are other ways to establish that besides a drone. You can just get a ladder out. No fun. <laughs> uh, well, I don't have a ladder either, Mike. I mean, do you have a ladder? Yeah. Can I borrow it? Yeah. I'd rather buy a drone. That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, how am I supposed to get a ladder from your house? I don't have a drone. Call your bluff on that one 100 times out of 100. <laughs> Please come take my ladder anytime you want it. I think I'm going to buy a drone. I can bring it over here. We can do it. I, I bring it over here. Oh, can I fly my drone from my house to your house? Uh, I don't think that that's a navigable thing for you to do. <laughs> You can try. I feel like you've put the drone up over here. It's <laughs> definitely getting shot down by somebody around here. <laughs> so, good thing I hope the parachuting guys don't fly around over here. I, mean, I don't think that's an issue over here. I mean, it's, that's the thing. Like, I never thought about throwing it. I just wanted to moon the guy. I just thought it'd be fun to show my butt. But, I mean, it's like, but I didn't think about throwing something at him, mainly because I didn't think I could get it that high up. No pun intended. Texas says, Trevor offered to eat a salad, and you bailed, Mike. Disappointed doesn't even cover it. No, he's got to eat the salad. Yeah, and you're bailing still. You've got to eat the salad, or you're going to ruin and, the football and, and season. And I'm going to eat a salad, and you're not going to watch the Side Kings, and we're going to lose, and then it's going to be the, your fault. The, the, bet, the baseball bet All has nothing fault. to do with the football season. All your fault. We never established any parameters. I said, I'll do it. I'll watch Suicide Kings. It'll be before January 1st, 2024. You're killing the football team. You've already gotten MJ. Yeah, I hope you're happy. Season. No, it's on you. And Jeff Brom said more people are hurt over the weekend. That's because you didn't like Shell Howe. No, that's. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Mike. Texture says, "My wife and I spent an entire dinner this weekend discussing the Trevor Kelsey salad saga. <laughs> if he doesn't eat a salad and we lose to GT, I'll never forgive him ever." <laughs> a guy in my league's kid knows me because of the salad thing. <laughs> he had no idea. He seems talking to his kid, and something. I guess I don't know how the conversation came up with salad. And he said his son was like, and this is of course the guy who ate uh, a few cubes of a candy bar. He was like. Like my son's like telling me about this guy on a radio show he listens to, like wouldn't eat a salad. I was like, I think I know that guy. He's in my football league, and he says, "Get brought the video that you'd posted of me like spinning it out." Can you imagine being on a dinner date with your wife and I'm the conversation yourself being the topic of conversation? I mean, <laughs> what was for dinner? I mean, it's, it's, it's I that, that's I don't know. It feels kind of my my ears were burning a little bit over the weekend. Maybe that's why. Texas says, "Why am I seeing another Louisville radio personality tweeting that Jack Plummer camp reports aren't great? Anything to this? Not to my knowledge." Do you say a Louisville journal? I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Uh, I mean, unless he the reports are that he didn't play great in the scrimmage over the weekend. Reports up until last weekend were that he was very clearly the number one quarterback, and looked heads and shoulders above everybody else on the field. So maybe that says more about his backups. I don't know. But I've not heard any, oh, no, Jack Plummer sky is falling. I mean, I, I if the ceiling for you personally is Jack Plummer's going to be all ACC first team or all ACC second or third team, I think maybe that you're setting your expectations a little too high. You can't expect Jack Plummer to be somebody that he has never been in his five-year college career up to this point. I think he can be a good quarterback. 
that wins football games for Louisville. I also think that Jeff Brom and company expect to have bigger and better quarterback talents moving forward. This is oh, a, yeah. a one-year thing. It's a bridge. Yeah. Who's the, who was who's our quarterback strong first year? The NC State transfer? Justin Burke? Yeah, yeah, these are Justin Burke. I think he can be better than Justin Burke. Well, I didn't. Because it was Burke and Adam Froman splitting time. I'm not saying he's going to be better or worse, but he, he's just he's that band-aid, no, yeah. the gap in between. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he, yeah, for sure. He, he's... This is one year. There's no doubt about it. Like he's holding the seat warm until Pierce Clarkson or Brady Allen or somebody that we bring in for next year is ready to assume. It. Was it which one was it, Burke or Proman uh, that that that, that uh, in the Oregon State game? Proman was that Proman? Okay, he played really well. But yeah, but he but he we lost the game because he went like the scrambling and went to like reach out and he fumbled Probably, the ball. Yeah. yeah, but he played real well in that game. Yeah. I went and bought my Abe Froman Sausage King shirt just because of when, he, when we signed him. <laughs> Texture says, Mike, watch the damn movie. Trevor, eat your bleeping salad. We're not leaving this up to chance. Let's play football. Yes. Thank you. And it's, you kind, of, and it's kind of ironic. Like, you have to watch Suicide Kings, and I have to eat a salad, which makes me think about suicide. So, I mean, it's like just – I think it works out perfectly. It's a good movie, by the way. Christopher Walken's in it. It's got the kid from Big Bang Theory and Rusty from Christmas Vacation in it. Texas says there was at least three JCPS bus crashes this morning, Mike. I think it ended up being four, so I doubt it went too well. Well, that's not good. Was it their fault? I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm just curious. Texas says, will Trevor make it across the bridge tonight to make the Barry Manilow concert? I hear the Coca Cabanga gets quite a positive reaction. I mean, would you? I'd go see for free. I'd go see him. I'm I'll not going to Barry. I'm not going to pay, but. I'll buy a drone, but I'm not going to pay to see Barry Manilow. <laughs> Texas, I agree with you on scheduling 100%, Mike. Imagine if Lamar's team didn't have to go to Houston in 2017. There was no reason for that game to be on the schedule. There was no reason to lose that game the way we did either. No, but they that Houston team was just like they got up for big games. Like I knew go- – well, I was one very player sure. got up for even- Well, no. I mean, they, they also beat Oklahoma in the first game of the season. Like, did they? they like, going into that game, I was like, I've got, I've got doubts about this one. I didn't think it was going to go as poorly as it did, but I – didn't it, they, a, it just screamed trap game. We lost them both games in that series, didn't we? Yeah, then they, they beat us at home in 2015. Yeah. In Lam, it was Lamar's first start. But was, didn't we, was it 15 or 13? I thought it was... They beat us in 2015 on our home okay. field. And then we lost to them the I next can't year remember. in Houston. It was the, the irony of that game was I was actually on my way back from Vegas that weekend, and I was in a layover in Houston while that, we were playing Houston in football. I just and remember, I, was, I recorded the game, and I was like, I don't want. I sit off all social media. That was also the when I got thrown out of the women's bathroom too that, at the airport. And I was like, I was, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want to know anything. And so until I got home, and I was so disappointed. This was the great you know, 2015. It was the great Lamar Jackson Kyle Bowen debate, and yeah. I was very much like, let's just let Lamar rip. He's going to take some lumps, and you know, we lost that game to Houston. He did not play well in the game. No. And walking out, there were like three people that were just berating me. That were like, this is. Basically saying, like, this is your fault. Like, glad you got what you wanted and all this stuff. And I was so drunk and so pissed off. I was like, we got to get the bleep out of here. This is this is ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't your fault. Now, if you don't watch Suicide Kings before the first yeah. game we lose, that's your fault. And then we started – I still think – we started bowling against Clemson when we lost, like, 14-10 the next game. And I still think if we'd started Lamar, if we'd stuck with him for one more game, I think we would have beaten Clemson that year. I would like to have beaten Clemson once. Texture says – that list of famous Indiana people has to be people that are still living right and based on Google searches. I guess it was either way. It's a bad list. I don't think people Google the living part. Yeah, how many people are Google searching Brendan Fraser? 
Was the mummy on AMC recently this weekend or something? Texture says <laughs> uh, Europe's going to be the heavy favorites in the Ryder Cup. USA will definitely be fa- or U- Europe will not be heavy favorites. USA will definitely be favored. Also, Spieth, Cam Young, Ricky Morikawa, and probably Brooks are locked to be picks. JT probably gets the final spot over Keegan Burns, Glover, and Finau. Yeah, I think JT's probably going to get the last captain's pick, which probably doesn't deserve, but he's good in the Ryder Cup. So I have no idea. You're, I just, it's, Ryder I'm, Cup, baby. You're speaking gibberish to me. Did you see any of the uh, Novak Djokovic, uh, Carlos Alcaraz, final in Cincinnati yesterday? Fantastic match. But it was on the tennis channel, so nobody watched it. <laughs> There's a tennis channel? Oh, yeah. No, I did not know that. I almost got a job with the tennis channel way back in the day. Did you really? Yeah, they read a thing that I wrote and offered me a job. That's all it took? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you take it? Uh, I didn't want to leave Louisville. Oh. What was it in Iowa? No. It's just a lot of travel. Where was it at? Where would you have to move to? New York? I think that, no, it wasn't New York. I don't even remember, but it was like, I was basically going to have to travel a lot for it. And it was a lot of traveling, a lot of more work, and I was going to be paid like. Not enough to do. Barely more than I was making at that point in time, which was very, very little. Um, but yeah, it was. Very cool match. We've been I've been up to Cincinnati to see the tennis. We went and saw Djokovic versus Federer in the final a few years ago, and it was awesome. Like, highly recommended if you even if you're not the biggest tennis fan in the world, they've got stuff to do outside of the 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 event center. It's a relatively cheap ticket to watch all the the best and they get huge fields. Like the most of the best players in the world are playing in this because it's the big tune-up for the U.S. Open. And uh, Djokovic came back one in three sets yesterday. But yeah. It, Drop the ball because it wasn't on ESPN. Nobody cared because it was on Tennis Channel. I told you before, though, if, you, if you're going to make me I'm about to pick between two sports that bore me to death to watch, about to pick one. I'm picking tennis over golf all day. All right, we got 5 o'clock hour coming up next. We'll do a couple. We'll get to some bowl projections that are out there. A couple good for Louisville. Maybe one, maybe not so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have some. We'll, we'll talk about this reaction to the um, scrimmage in football over the weekend, mm-hmm. and there's a UFL basketball story out there that makes no sense to me <laughs> that I want to talk about. We'll get to all that, and then, of course, more of your text at 502-414-1450. It's the 5 o'clock hour of the Mike Rutherford Show, and it's next here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. I didn't keep it real from the jump. Living at my mama's house, we'd argue every month. How much was it paying you to play? No, you hate Trey. But he's from Toronto. But you hate him. I do. But, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's Drake's music, like, you know, fake breasts. I mean, they're, they're, they're fun. They're, they're fake, but they're still fun, I guess. Name a Drake song besides this one. Um, Like Hot Wired Tune or something. <laughs> and, like a, and they're like a hot hotline, yeah, yeah. hot wired line or something he does. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> one, right? Uh, hotline Buzz, is that right? Uh, Hotwire Tune, was that what you hot, said? Hotwire Tune, yeah. You're always close. It's something, yeah. And there's, um, um, I literally can't think of another Hotline one. Bling was the song. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I like Hotwire Tune. <laughs> there's, I, I, I'm, I'm seriously cannot think of one other song that he's ever done. It's okay. It's okay. That's the only I know that and this one. Uh, five o'clock hour here is the Mike uh, of the Mike Rutherford show starting now on 1450 and 96.1 the biggest. We started from the bottom. We did, and a reminder that a week from Friday, we have our first. You know, we are now the our, our sister station 970 WGTK and the Louisville First Media Group are now the home of Cardinal Athletics. So we'll have the first broadcast of the year on 970 WGTK a week from Friday when the Cards take on Georgia Tech in Atlanta. You'll hear Paul Rogers, uh, Jody Demling, the whole gang. Yep. they'll be there calling all the action going to be an exciting time. We unfortunately are not going to be undefeated as an athletic program this season. The UofL mm-hmm. women's soccer team got bested by Xavier one nothing last night. So the, the undefeated season has come to an end. They cheated. They, they definitely cheated. They were cheated. That's if I had to ask you right now. That's why Marshall beat them in, in, in their first game back from the plane crash. If I told you right now exactly one UofL sports team is going to win a national championship this season. Who would you say? Women's volleyball. Well, did I say women's volleyball? Yeah, it's got to be the answer, right? Yeah, I don't need to say women's, right? No, we just have one volleyball. Because there's only men's, yeah. It's a habit, I guess. But yeah, volleyball. I mean, I'd love to be like football or you know, well, even baseball or something. But I, I think volleyball, preseason top five. Yeah, if you told me to like put money on, yeah, it's volleyball. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's even close, really. Now, I don't think now so that either. I think about it, I mean, women's basketball is still probably going to be preseason top 25, but their expectations are going to be down. Uh, men's basketball, probably not going to be preseason top 25. Football is not preseason top 25. The two soccer teams, um, I think men's soccer will be fine. I think they could be a tournament team. Women's probably not off to a great start. Field hockey is, is always in the mix. I, I saw they were fourth in the ACC preseason poll, which basically means they're fourth in the country because field hockey is like it, it's like the ACC schools in Michigan, I think. Um, but volleyball being preseason number four, making the national championship match last year, making the final four two years ago, and bringing back so much from last year's yeah. team, I feel like yeah, that, that's the obvious answer. I don't even know that that what they lost a lot, what what their credentials coming into the season was just off the last two years since we've been on the air. This is a we're a volleyball school, and being preseason top five is a oh, solid yeah, indication yeah. that yeah. Remember, we, yeah, I said that before I even knew they were though. I mean, yeah, I just, no, we talked. Remember, you tried to pick the th- three teams that were ranked ahead of us. Oh yeah, it was te- Texas and uh, yeah, I guess Pittsburgh, but I was wrong. Yeah, yes, Pittsburgh and Nebraska, who were tied for fifth. It was a yeah. very good guess. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, we've <laughs> got uh, Brett McMurphy came out with his bowl projections. Well, before you do that, who'd be second then? Just volleyball. Well, that's a better question, probably. Because that's that's where the, the the it gets a little bit more. You know, a little bit more muddy there. What's the women's? I mean, our swimming teams are really good. I know. Well, I don't think, I but, like, I mean. but like Louisville's never going to win a national title. You, you can have individual national champions in like swimming and track and field, but we're never going to win the, the team title in that sport. Same with tennis. I feel like. <sighs> I, so I would probably say. I would say the women's basketball team. I'd say baseball. That would have been it was it was either that or baseball. Those are like one A one B for me. Even as bad much as I love to say Braum, but you know, I, just, no. I, I think you trust Dan McDonald to be back in in contention, and then. You know, baseball's postseason is wonky. So if you get in, you've got the right combination of pitching and hitting and yeah. gain some momentum. You can see I mean, Louisville can make a run. Who won sure. the World Series last year? Wasn't it SEC school? Who won the, the college World Series? Yeah. It's been SEC like three years in a row. It was uh, LSU. Well, that's right. Yeah. 
Because they had all they, like the first three picks in the MLB draft were all LSU. Guys. Even though two of them are transfers, I believe it's they been were all LSU guys. That's right. Yeah. LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State the last three years. Is that what it's been? Which it used to kind of be. But wait a minute, Tennessee had the greatest team ever invented. What did they not win it? They did not. They made the College World Series last year. <laughs> but yeah, they I mean, the SEC has clearly established itself as the. I mean, it always kind of was, but well, the, yeah, the undisputed now best conference for college baseball. The ACC used to have it. The ACC was always like there, and good for the SEC because it's not like they they, they, they they could always use a good ego boost. Yeah, I'm sure the, the fu- a little extra dollar in their pocket. Yeah, always going to help things. Yeah, they, they they need the money too. I mean, they're 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 strapped down there. The last non SEC national champion was actually Oregon State in 2018. So oh, that's with the guy from uh, the the catcher for the Orioles now. So five of the last six national champions have been from the SEC. Who's the last? And also. Four of the last six runner-ups have been from the SEC. So Oregon, when was Oregon State? Oregon State was 2018. Didn't they win back-to-back? No. They didn't? Okay. I mean, they did back in the day. Okay. Maybe they went I mean, to like, back-to-back and only won one of them. No, no they, they won back-to-back in 06-07. Oh, okay. So it's not that far back. Okay. Yeah. Who's the most – was it – what the Cal, – Cal's like Cal State Northern School won it in the last 20 years too, right? No. You think of Coastal Carolina. Ah, you're right. Yeah, I am. Probably, yeah. I knew there was a small one that won it. What year was that? 2016. Hadn't been that long either. Man. Yeah. Okay. And then the last ACC champion was Virginia, who snuck into the field. Uh, I should know Virginia because that's on the ACC documentary oh. network all the time. Team barely made it. We beat them in three games in our series by like a combined 49 to 2 or whatever. And then the, the one that's always going to hurt, it hurts even more now seeing like Bobby Miller and Reed Detmers are pitching. They're in the same day of the rotation. So it's happened a few times in recent weeks where they've pitched on the same night mm-hmm. and they've both been fantastic. And you see that happening. You see, and it just it just reinforces 2020, man. That was the year. It really, was, it's easy to say, but God, that rotation was so I mean, good. I mean, the rotation. I mean, the, now, Will Smith's already gone from us in 2020, right? Yeah. Will Smith was gone. But we had Henry Davis. We had Henry Davis. We had Dalton Rushing, who's like I think one of the Dodgers' other top prospects right now, catcher. He's the number one prospect. Yeah, they the have Dodger two really good catchers. Now. Yeah, they, he's one of them. I know that. Um, I mean, yeah, team was just there was. Some, I mean, we had multiple players drafted that after that team. I mean, you had like, even guys that weren't like like Alex Manelis was on that team raking. Um, ben, oh, what was his name? He was also really really good. There was somebody else because I know Bianco was on that team because uh, I. I <laughs> On, on a very bored night, I uh, I put together the Louisville Bats team on my MLB the show. I made it with nothing but Louisville players. Which, by the way, good luck explaining that to Cincinnati fans why Will Smith's in AAA and not on the major team. But yeah, it is what it is. And, of course, I moved Dalton Rushing to, to first base, and I moved uh, Henry to right field. But I, it was the cool thing about it was I actually, if you include uh, JoJo Adele and uh, the kid, the guy, um, Kelsnick, I think it's it pronounced his name from Seattle. Like I did add them too as well. Oh, cool. I I had twenty six players, a full roster, and like a real roster on my team. Yeah, and it was nothing but little players. I had to move a couple guys. I moved Brian Hoing up to uh, to starter, and um, of course I had Chad Green as well. Who's Hoing started a few games this year? He is, but I mean there was, but it was just the fact that I actually had a legit team with like four middle relievers, a closer. I was like, this is crazy. We actually have a legit team out there. Did you see the update from one of the things that we talked about on Friday's show? The UofL reaching out to Jordan Pike, the D2 player for Union University, who had his video go viral uh, last week. And, mm-hmm. you know, 6'7", unicorn, doing he's dunking on everybody, shooting, he's crossing people up. And I saw the video. I watched it, yeah. According to Truly Donovan, Louisville reached out. He did on, I guess it was yesterday, 
say that he's staying and playing for Union University. So we got turned down for Union University. That's the take that that Louisville fans quickly jumped to. I mean, and I mean, it's how do you not get that take? It's not a great look for us to. It does remind me of back in the day where, like, Steve Krechter was getting beat by Samford when they were FCS for recruits. Now, there is some hypocrisy going on here where we're furious that Trenton Flowers didn't honor his commitment here. He's, he arrived on campus, he was practicing with the team, and then he bolts. And now we're mad that this kid isn't doing the same thing to Union College. But I do think it's, it's, it's a little bit different that, you know, Louisville fans are, like, bringing up that hypocrisy. But also... Trenton Flowers jumped from Louisville, historically one of the most prestigious programs in college basketball, to a professional league deal in Australia that's going to pay him and presumably, in his eyes, get him ready for the NBA draft. We're talking about this kid not turning down the chance to play at any D1 school, but but choosing to stay at D2 as opposed to going to Louisville, uh, which is... First of all, no disrespect to Union College. No, it's actually, it's actually Union University. My, is there, what's the I said Union College. Too. I mean, what's the difference between college and university? They're different schools. What? <laughs> is this like a motel hotel thing? Well, Union College is in <laughs> Kentucky, and Union University is in Tennessee. But I mean, is there what what defines you calling yourself one or the other? Is there is there a difference? You can just I mean, Bellarmine used to be Bellarmine College, and they changed it to Bellarmine Did University. It? Yeah. So there's no difference. It's just what no, you want to call. Semantics. All right, I was just, I was just really curious. I was wondering. Um, but. I also wonder how serious this. I mean, we we like Trilly Donovan and these people. They get reached out to by the same people or the same person, uh, and it seems like we have people that just talk and don't really think things through, and they just want information to get out. They're like, I don't know how serious our interest was. I don't know if Kenny Payne even talked to this kid, but the the optics of it make it seem like, hey, we're Louisville, big bad Louisville. We have a coaching staff that's supposed to be able to get whoever we wanted to, and now we're reaching out to a kid who's playing at a D two school, and he's saying, no, nope, thanks, but no thanks. Union University is looking pretty good to me when you compare them to Louisville. Like that's the way that it looks when the the, the tweets come out the way that they did. It's not well, fair to anybody. The so. level that we're having to search to get a player is, I don't think, should we can be made fun of because it's, it's mostly based on the timing of us being left with needing a player. Now that doesn't defend the fact that he still would rather stay at Union University or Union College or just be a part of a union anywhere else, the local five hundred two. Then come to Louisville and Kiwanis play that. Say what? The Kiwanis Club. Yeah, I mean, that's my Friars jacket. <laughs> I've got a – today's the first day of classes at UofL. So if you're a UofL student listening to this, congrats. You made it through day one, or if maybe you're still going. Then why is Patrick texting us? I've got a hot update. Okay. On the basketball team. Ooh. Apparently, this morning at a 9 a.m. class, Karan Davis was 20 minutes late. <laughs> to the first day of class. This, this is not, why he doesn't get high character warrior in his press release. I steal my joke, man. This, Come this on. is why he's got to earn it. <laughs> you got to earn character. This is this is what we're talking about right here. That's it's, why you didn't get the character. It's earned, not given. You, you got to earn it, Karan. In fairness, Trey Flowers was his ride to class. <laughs> <laughs> Damn JCPS bus. He took, he, took, he took the alarm clock with him. <laughs> Tyler Johnson's trying to get him there. No, that's yeah. That's what we need to get somebody to class. Is Tyler Johnson here? So I mean, do we he's enrolled at schools. <laughs> Classes started today. Is he here? I haven't seen anybody confirm or deny this. So can we do a bit like we just go down to the U.S. campus and I walk around and interview people? Like, have you seen Tyler Johnson? That'd be a great thing, actually. <laughs> and just up to like five or six, like random people. Like, 
DK on the street. DK on the streets. The man of the people. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, I have a question for you. Have you seen Tyler Johnson? Have you seen this man? <laughs> have you seen this boy? <laughs> Don't say it like that, though. No, that probably wouldn't come out. You're going to get arrested. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. If you... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All over Twitter. It's like, that would definitely get a shutdown. Well, <laughs> There's some things you, sometimes you gotta go viral. Sometimes it's, it's in, it ended all, but you, at least we went viral. I don't know what's going on with Tyler Johnson, but my name will be used as a verb from now on. Thank God we've entered don't the high Trevor. Character. Thank God we've entered the high character era of Turtle basketball. <laughs> I saw this story, and I don't know. Cool professors, is this man in your class? <laughs> this got sent in by the the listener formerly known as Caller Leo, but Isaac Trotter, who I guess is writing for uh, for Cardinal Authority or just twenty four seven Sports in general. Has a story today saying House of Cards inside Louisville's rapid free fall from a great to a Great Depression, and he draws comparisons about you know the last time Louisville was was this bad, the Great Depression was happening, and and all this stuff, and they they do coincide, yeah, they do. The thing that I don't understand is the very end of the story. This is what Leo was was drawing to my attention. Yeah, he, he it's a pretty negative story. You know, he says if Clark is reliable, if James takes another step, if Huntley Hatfield puts it all together. If Evans' offensive concerns are overblown and if White can become a star, Louisville can be decent. That's a lot of speculation. <laughs> he talks about – and then the end is, is what kind of throws me for a loop here. He says, Payne will likely maintain public positivity. ACC media days are two months away, and by that point, Payne will have a, his smile back and the long-time Kentucky assistant will be raring to go again. He knows the onslaught that's coming when November rolls around, and it's impossible to shake the feeling that Payne was set up to lose. I don't understand the last line. Was he somebody else set him up? Did Yeah, this is all this is all in Vince. Is it just a strange wording? It's part of Vince's Graham master plan. Because the whole story is about the 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 roster not being set up well and saying, you know, where are the veteran guards? Where's the proven perimeter shooting? Where's the, you know, why are we still building a roster around talented young people? Where have all the Cowboys gone? That, it's the next part. But at the end it's like, you know, it's hard to, to shake the feeling that Payne was set up to lose, like by himself. I, I, don't, I don't. That's just the one part I'm like I don't really get. But uh, anyway, you can check it out on CardinalAuthority.com. House of Cards inside Louisville's rapid free fall to a Great Depression. <laughs> if you want an uplifting story here on your Monday afternoon, I mean, I mean no offense, but I mean, I we live in a day where the, the, the headline is supposed to make you want to click on to see what it's about. You pretty much gave away the whole article right there in the center. <laughs> it's not going to be sunny. <laughs> no. I mean, it should have been like, what has happened to this pro? What what once grand program has gone down faster than the Titanic? Like that would that would be that's something for clicks. Uh, Brady Murphy, better news came up with his first preseason bowl projections for this upcoming football season. Oh, yes, here we come back to New York. We're going to the Yankee Bowl again, aren't we? No, no, no. no. The Yankee Bowl, the, the pinstripe bowl, is NC State versus Iowa. Okay. <laughs> we are going. How does Jacksonville, Florida in late December sound to you? <sighs> the Tax Slater Gator Bowl, like baby. A prostate exam, kind of, but okay. <laughs> the Gator Bowl against Auburn. Oh, oh, against Auburn. Which huh? he has set the line for as a pick 'em. We win the game on a game winning touchdown from Finn uh, Style. That would be beautiful. The former Auburn player comes back to Hana with a game winning touchdown. Would you take, if I gave you right now, if I said, okay, I, I give you Gator Bowl, you can take it or you can. Gamble and go for something better. Do you take Gator Bowl right Ooh, now? Ooh, that's a good question. Because Gator Bowl's pretty good. That's a two I mean, one bowl. Your Gator, yeah, your Gator Bowl, you're thinking you're look you're eight or nine wins. Yeah. I mean, you're probably nine, but you're at least eight. 
Um, I think when we went there against Spot Tech, we were a nine-win team, I believe. I think you're right. Um, I mean, what, different conference. Yeah, That's exactly. Fine. Plus, we had injured about them. We, anyway, that no. was the number two Big East Bowl back in the day. We were the was, number two team that year. Um, oh, man. I, I feel like this is like the who wants to be a millionaire. You want to take the 100000 now or like go for the big – I'm – I'm not taking it. Really? Let's go for it, baby. I'm taking go it. Go for the gusto. I'm taking it. I, I think that we so desperately. You're probably right. Yeah, you probably that's probably the safer bet. As an athletic program and as a fan base, we so desperately need something positive in one of our two showcase sports that I think, like you said, if, if we're going to the Gator Bowl and we're playing Auburn, we're at the very worst eight and four. We're probably oh, yeah. nine and three. Probably nine and three. That's a successful season. We've probably beaten one of the better teams on our schedule. And we have a chance to really make a statement in one of the bigger bowl games that the ACC has a tie into. I would obviously I want more. I would love to be New Year's Six Bowl. You'd love to be flirting with the playoff. But if we're thinking logically, I don't. I don't think you can turn this down right now. And it would be it'd be impossible to look at a Gator Bowl season this year and I think see it as anything other than a positive. So we're well, nine and three going Gator Bowl, but the three losses are like Notre Dame, Miami, and Kentucky. They'd be like the worst nine and three season, right? Yeah, it'd be kind of like a Satterfield season where you're just like, oh, we we beat everybody we're supposed to beat, but we lost everybody we're supposed to lose. Well, again, to. that's the the yeah you know, the, the 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 Bill Snyder approach. I, I mean, th- that would still be that'd be a RC Slocum. That'd be a seven and one run in the ACC. We, I mean, with that season, we probably we'd have a shot at playing in the ACC title game. We'd be right there. Well, lost one loss would be yeah we because only lost, well does Notre Dame count as a, a conference? No, Notre Dame is not a conference game. Oh, okay, so we don't have one. Yeah, we don't have one conference loss. I would I'd take be, a seven and one conference season for sure. There's a very good chance unless. My, unless Florida State and Miami went undefeated because of the loss to us, or Florida State, or and I think they play each other. Yeah, so Florida State, and Clemson would be the other only two options, and they possibly undefeated. They play yeah. each other, so so I don't know how it works. If I'm assuming if it's like seven and one, if it's us and Florida State, then would they it, go with a higher ranked team. I was going to say, does it go? Yeah, that's probably goes to higher ranking. Which, they, they, let's be real; they would do whatever they could to keep us out in Florida State in at that point, State, which yeah. I'd probably understand, but. I Not me. Florida State doesn't even want to be. Why would we're going to pamper to a school that doesn't even want to be here? That's a good point. It's like we're sucking up to the girlfriend who's just sleeping with the neighbor anyway. That's true. I mean, just be a, grow a pair, ACC. Well, we're, we're, we're crucifying them for a hypothetical <laughs> that hasn't even happened. And that we don't even know if that's the actual rule. That's because we got a week of summer radio left. That's what we do. <laughs> now, the other only other bowl projections that I've seen for preseason came from uh, Jerry Palm of CBS. He's like the Aflon, Aflon's uh, bowl prediction guy. Comes out way too, way earlier than everyone else, doesn't he? Does he? I feel like he does. The he's got the the playoff as Georgia, Michigan. Even though they announced today that Harbaugh is suspended for the first three games, I saw him trending. Is that what? Uh, is that what that yeah. is? Yeah, just, they don't play anybody though, right? No, nobody. My trending right now is Fat Bottom Girls, Sister Jean, and Jim Harbaugh. I saw it's Sister Jean's birthday. Happy 104. 104. That's crazy. I saw the Fat Bottom Girls was because they removed it from a like album of Queen songs for kids. I'm like, well, that seems okay. I don't. Why was it on there to begin with? <laughs> it's not. They took it, people were pissed off. Like, You're censoring the, the kids. Need to know about the Fat Bottom Girls. I mean, it's, listen, I'm, I'm not one to be like oversensitive, but if you're making a kids rock album, it's an astronomy lesson. They make the Earth I go mean, around. Take that and Semi Charmed Life both off there, probably. <laughs> Well, that's not Queen's song. No, but it was still on like a kids' bop album once. Was it really? Yes. I wish you would step back from that lane. <laughs> no, it was the, the semi charm life. The one do do do. It's about oh, it's about it's about meth addiction. Yeah. yeah, 
But because they go do 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 all friendly, everybody's like, hey, let's let the kids sing it. Doing crystal meth. <laughs> I don't know what they doing. Pixie six until they look me up. And t- <laughs> now the the CBS the Jerry Palm Bowl projections. Yeah, where we got going? Also a December 29th bowl game. Okay. Okay. How does El Paso, Texas sound to you? The Sun Bowl, Louisville versus UCLA. Like, like, you know how many people I know in El Paso, Texas? God. That many. That's how. <laughs> who, who would be playing? I'm sorry, you lost me at El Paso. UCLA. The Sun Bowl. <laughs> UCLA. Well, I think we'll have more fans at that game than they would. If it makes you feel better, he also has Kentucky playing that same day in the Liberty Bowl, their 75th Liberty Bowl appearance against Texas Tech. I'd Get rather, your guns up. I'd rather play the Liberty Bowl than El Paso Bowl. I mean, I don't know. I always like the Sun Bowl because it's on CBS. It's the only CBS game they have. It's, it's also the reason why we don't get to play on CBS when we host the UofL UK game. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean... If you're going to the Sun Bowl, then you're looking at a minute. You're probably only looking at a seven-win team, right? Maybe eight. Yeah, seven or eight. Probably. We, we probably. flirted with the Sun Bowl last year, and we were. We were seven wins, right? Yeah, six wins. Seven wins. Yeah, we went seven, seven and five last year. So, well, yeah, but we were seven. But seventh win was the bowl win, right? No, a bowl win was our eighth win. Oh, okay, was well, okay. See, I was. That's why I, I always get confused. It's always going to confuse me. Um, it's numbers. <laughs> That's why I get a calculator during the ACT. For the ACT. I found my calculator, by the way. Oh, great. It's got my name on it. 35, here we come. <laughs> I'm 43, dude. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've never – I guess I'd go to El Paso. I mean, I'd be a screw. You know what? I've been to Jacksonville at a hand. You would not, you're not going to any of these games. Why are you acting like that's exciting? For I you? think we should. We're not, go- well, we're not going. No, we. Much. Yes. I, I, I'm. You and me. Are they paying for it? I'll pay for it. All right. If I paid for us to go to El Paso to do the shows and do the, go to the game, would you go? No. At least you're not going to lie to me. Like, no. Because yeah. then I, you know I'll go and buy it, and you'll be like, I'm not going. Absolutely <laughs> not. And, and you'll feel slightly guilty. Not guilty enough to where you go, but you'd still feel guilty. You can't Catholic guilt me into this. It's not <laughs> no, you'd, you'd have some guilt. It's not enough to like do anything about it. just enough to like feel bad when you go home. Slightly. Yeah, that's, that's how I know. I know that guilt. <laughs> then my kids would be like, you're not leaving us for three days to go to the Sun Bowl in El Paso? I'd be like, no. Oh. And maybe like, he paid the thing. I'm like, I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a last oh, break. I'd, I'd get mom and dad on the phone and be like, give him a call. <sighs> Tell him. <laughs> get on like, no. <laughs> uh, last break of the day. We, when we come back, we'll take some more texts from you guys. We have a lot of texts to try to get through in half an hour. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sachs line. It's coming your way next here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1, The Big This is, don't you? Nope. This is actually—I did not know this until the break. Heart, this heart re, we rebooted this song. It's, I can tell now that it's not hard. Who sang it first? You—it comes full circle. The band Toronto from Toronto. Wow. They actually did the song in 1982. They had another hit called "Your Daddy Don't Know," which 
I went with this one instead. And um, the lead singer is Annie Hollywoods. They really didn't change it because it sounds it sounds it just like art. The rhythm, the music, the, the cadence is all exactly the same as the heart first. When it when it break, I when I clicked on it and I'm like, okay, this has got to be heart. They just put a Toronto the, the Toronto like, and I went and listened to a live version. I was like, no, they have a woman singer. It sounds she sounds like Nancy Hart. Just changed it right up. Just, That's just stole it from them. Um, they redid the song in 1985, uh, and it was their first hit in seven years. So it was kind of the song that brought Hart back. I didn't realize Hart like they. I never knew in, in obscurity for so long. After a while, um, yeah, I think that's when Nancy got fat. Well, I mean, they can't have hits. <laughs> you know, the one video like they don't even show her. She's like just sitting on like a stool. These dreams. <laughs> is that the one? <laughs> when you watch the video, well, like, that was the same time though. These yeah. dreams was on the same album as What About Love. Or oh, is just, it? Okay, at least it was like the same time in the eighties. All right, it was eighty-five. Yeah, they just gone to a new. Uh, I was just reading just yeah during the break. Because I was doing, you know, bands from Toronto, and I thought, well, let me just, you know, other than Drake, I was like, who else is from Toronto? I could have gone, you know, Rush or maybe somebody obscured. When I never, I've never heard of this band. I was like, the band Toronto from Toronto. I'm like, that's perfect. Like, how, how else, I mean, you can't be more on the nose, right? You can't. You really can't. And then when I saw that was their song, I was like, damn, heart, this is even better. All right, we got about 20 minutes. We will, I, I don't think we're going to be able to get to all the text today, but we'll get to as many as we can here in this 20 minute span. If you've got thoughts, hit us up 502 414 1450. We'll try to get to you. Texture says, what if we brought Preston Knowles back to celebrate the miracle on main game? Although it would be less embarrassing because we have done other good things, it's just a cool thing to celebrate. Would you bring Knowles or Van Trees back for that? <laughs> would I bring the guy who made six threes during the span or the guy who made one tip-in? Yeah, but the one tip-in is what won it. No, it's not. When did the go-ahead go? Kyle Kirk hit a layup on a pass from Preston Knowles to win the game. Oh, I thought it was Tree. I thought I was thinking it was Van Trees. No, Van Trees had a tip-in in like the middle of the... the the Preston Knowles, 18 nothing. It was run. a baseline. It was it came down on the baseline, and he hit him coming across. No, you're, you're thinking of the Kyle, Kyle Couric made the game-winning play. Well, Knowles yeah. pulled up. It was I will bet you a million dollars. I remember having to watch the game here in this studio because it was a weekday game. I, just, I thought it was not a while since Trees yeah. had the game-winner. It was, it was Kyle Couric. No, I believe Everybody it. was focused on Preston. I'm seriously not confusing two white dudes, I promise. Yeah, Kyle made the guys racist. Did Trees, didn't, didn't Trees have a, a, a putback? He, he had a tip-in during the run. Maybe they okay. I mean, it's just by it my mind. shot. He tipped it in. Okay. But in present, I was like, I don't even know how you, what, what shot would you reenact? There's the one where he comes and he's like 26 feet out and like catches and turns and elevates. And like that was the, the craziest shot that he made during the span. But it's not as, like, like the game winner was a layup pass. So I don't know how you would reenact it. That makes you think also, what would be, you mentioned, you brought up, I think, um, the Sosa shot. And what would be Louisville's closest thing to the Watford shot? If you could reenact a play from the yeah, last, like it, just, the, the, the the Siva alley oop to Trez. Yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah. That's the one you could do if you could do it. You would. Yeah. It's like Wayne. We need to fly you. I in don't here. even. We I would need to fly even. you in here just to get your balls on the, uh, your hands on a ball uh. on the floor <laughs> and start a play, and then just lay there as, as Peyton runs down the floor. Oh, for, for the record, I think Spike Allwright would be okay with it. He's probably not doing anything anyway. Yeah. I think he was. In, I think yeah, I, he's the one who lost the ball. I believe he was. It wasn't Trey. I think it was him. Yeah, but then again, Trey Burks didn't probably do anything either. So, you'd probably bring him in. I mean, that probably wouldn't even be the last like twenty years. That would be. I mean, you go back just like just a little history. I mean, I know you can only go so far because of you know television and stuff. But I mean, that was that might be up. That that would probably yeah. be number one. I agree. 
Yeah, the Griff Around the World dunk would be something that you would have wanted to do again like 20 years ago. But. I mean, climbing Mount Everest, but that's only just because of the sound bite, I think, more than the play itself. Yeah, I mean, there are like unique, like the Couric dunk against Notre Dame and, and the Shane dunk against DePaul, but those, you know, not nearly as much of a impact. Like, they weren't, even in the tournament, they weren't really against good teams. Was there one a personal impact for you? One um, comes to my mind right away. I don't the know Jerry it, Smith three against Marquette. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I, knocking weird, over the woman in the crowd. Weirdly, me is Eric Johnson three against Texas. That was a great one. I don't know why it just always stuck out to me. Dancer made a great shot in that game as well. Uh, I mean, he, Dancer made the shot in the NCAA tournament game. Yes, yeah. The regular season game right. was Eric Johnson, which I don't know why I remember that more, but I do. Texas says, so I heard there was a guy who went missing during Trevor's fantasy draft last week. There was. He did. He went. Uh, he did. We have confirmed he did make it home. One of our other members said that he did. I don't know how he made it home. I don't know how long it took him to make it home, but he made it home. Texas, yes, that UNC game that Trevor is thinking of was a travesty. UNC had like five turnovers, and Louisville couldn't capitalize on anything. At one point, Campos recovered a muffed punt and ran untouched ah, into the Campos. end zone, but of course it didn't count. I think that was the closest they came to getting anything off of all the turnovers. Yeah, I mean, I mean the go-ahead touchdown was that I believe that the uh, the like the offsides called, and we just stopped playing. They scored a touchdown, be a seventeen ten. Texture says, uh, Mike, are you a Killers fan or Strokes? Both Killers are at Bourbon and Beyond this year. I'm uh-huh. more of Strokes are like my top ten musical acts. I like the Killers too, but the Strokes are. That's my group. I, it's weirdly, I know both names. I probably can't. Name, I can't name you one song for either band, though. You know, I mean, you know the I mean, the Killers, like "Smile Like You Mean It," and you know, I mean, Mr. Brightside. Everybody. Oh, cool. yeah, oh, yeah, the Mr. With the yeah, Ed, Ed Stol- uh, Eric Stoltz is in the video. Yeah, yeah, I know that. that. Okay, that's they're the Mormon band. Yeah, they're Mormons. They're Mormons. Yeah, they they actually because the um, I'm not a huge fan of them, but I love. I do like their first album. Um, what's this? Uh, the Neon Trees. And that's like uh, they're 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 from Provo. They're Mormon band, and they were discovered by the Killers. Yeah, well, maybe one of the members. I don't know if the whole band is, but one of the members discovered Neon Trees, and because and they signed them because they had a Mormon connection. I don't think Julian Casablanca is, is Mormon. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if those. Bad. I just remember, remember Strokes. Okay, that's my guy. I listen. I know. That, I think I've heard Strokes songs I liked, but I have to listen again. Texture says it's called the thing you guys are talking about is called a paramotor. Yeah, I should just Google that. that is, first of all, it looks like the big fan used to see at Crawford Gym. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like anybody ever played at Crawford Gym knows what I'm talking about. And, and if you played there you, like me, you, I'm sorry. Uh, but that's what it looks like. It looks like it's a. I can't turn the camera around, but I just Google Paramotor and go to like the, their Twitter or Wikipedia page. It's a giant like Crawford Gym fan stuck on somebody's back. Texas, all these man-powered parachutes and balloons are why these kids aren't committing when we host them on the balloon glow because it's not unique, apparently. We hey, we got Trey White on the balloon glow night. The only recruit that we hosted, we got. So take that back. Maybe we should put him on the para, parach, parachuter. They're giving him paramotors. Paramotor. We've moved from jets to paramotors on the recruiting. Next year's 502 BBQ. Everyone gets a paramotor. Glide around town. I wonder if there's another term for paramotor on, paramotor on Urban Dictionary. Pierce Clarkson's floating over the Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> He's going downstream. You must <laughs> just look up. It's a giant offensive lineman recruit just floating above your house. 
Hello. Like Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> I picture myself. Like, hi. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of Van Wilder when he did the, what's the, Milton tries to go, like, save, save Van Wilder. And his rope breaks and he falls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor, don't buy a drone. They're overrated and the battery lasts like 10 to 15 minutes and it takes hours to charge. Is that true? I, don't, I know well, nothing about drones. 10 to 15 drones. minutes? Really? I know very little about drones. I know they take cool pictures and videos. Well, first of all, I mean, you're talking about drone or you're talking about me when you say that, that description, but that's, I don't, I think it's like, dude, you get a better, <laughs> come on, that was too easy, right? I mean, it was just set right up there for me. It takes hours to charge. <laughs> I'm, I'm done in 10 to 15 minutes. It takes hours to charge. Yeah. You get a lot done in 10 At this age, yeah. That's, I probably need more than, hour, more than several hours to charge. So, young man, I can't just go grab a ham sandwich and a Gatorade anymore. Um, that one on the ground. <laughs> I think they have to last longer than that. I mean, it's, the cheaper ones maybe don't, but I want one with, like, I can get a camera on it. Like this, I do. <laughs> I'm really coming off creepy. I know I'm saying. No, all drones have cameras, right? Yeah, that's the whole point of getting a drone. They take pictures and videos. I thought it was just like to fly stuff too. You just wanna, you just wanna, you I was just gonna fly. You can model airplane, you can fly around. I don't want an or airplane. Airplanes don't look airplane. as cool. You have to put my phone on it. You will break a drone within 45 minutes of owning a drone. I'm, I'm gonna have to play dad here. No, we can't get you one because you're gonna break it. It's not worth the investment. <laughs> I mean, what if, I mean, I'm not like spending. Good Lord, thing runs two thousand dollars. I told you, like cheap ones. You asked for cheap ones. I said cheap ones are like five hundred bucks. Oh, here's the one for sixty bucks on Amazon. Oh God, there's nothing. I mean, that's just got to work, right? You can do that. <laughs> Texas says uh, you can fly my drone, Trevor. Good ones cost greater than a thousand dollars, but I volunteer to take pictures of Trevor's backyard poop minefield. Uh, come on, yeah, I'd like to see, you can do a drone over my house, and I would, if you let me fly for a little bit, yeah. This is how the Kelsey Manor documentary is going to start, opening shot. I'm a sucker for those two, I know it's become a running joke, but if I see, like, a, a doc series on Netflix, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is about, the description sounds kind of weird, and the first shot is a drone shot overhead of, like, a farm or something, and they're like, and then it over to monotone voiceover, I'm, I'm hooked, immediately, I'm in. Last chance you, all that stuff. Absolutely hooked. Drone shots. Give them to me. All right, a lot of people want to talk about this. So you're going to want me to come over when I get my drone? Yeah, we'll play with the drone together. I might actually be able to come in your house. Well, no. You can stay outside. No, you can stay outside and look at the drone. The drone can't come in. The drone can come in. You can't. What if I come in but being father? Do we? I mean, we don't have to like be outside to fly the drone. We can put the drone out and we can go inside. I, I think you have to fly that. I think you have to be outside. You just see the drone when you're flying. Well, but if you fly, fly the drone like down the street, I can't see it. Why do I have to see the drone? Isn't that the point of having the camera on it? It's going to go horrible. I'm just saying that. You didn't answer. Isn't that what the 45 plan? minutes may have been overstating it. You're going to break this thing in six minutes. <laughs> let's just, like, name that tune over now, here. Now, let's talk seriously for a second. got, like, ten minutes no. here. But everyone wants to talk about the salad. When are we going to do the salad? Do we do we save it for game week? I mean, No, hell, no, no. It's going to get done. I, I'm thinking. Well, I'm at the fair every day besides one. The rest of Okay, the how about a week from today? So that, that is game week. That is game. Damn, it's sneaking yeah. up on me, isn't it? So a week from today is salad day. That's how we're going to start the festivities, the countdown to Friday. Kick it off Monday on salad day. I like that. So and, we, by, and by Thursday, you'll watch Suicide Kings. No. We, we've got a week to establish. What about, would you people, watch, are, people are wanting to know what constitutes Trevor eating the salad. Like, do you have to eat the whole thing now? Because last time, I think we firmly established like the three bites was not enough. The universe has told us that. So well, in my defense, that they tried to poison me. 
Okay. What, what I mean, are you trying to eat an entire salad, or do you just want to eat like half? Well, they would have been have a good football. That's the, yeah. If we come out and just like light it up in the first half and then just get blown out in the second, that would be a bad moment for the show. Still blaming on you if you didn't watch the movie. Um, no, I mean I don't. But, but I don't have to go anywhere fancy, right? Can I just go like to like 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 Roadhouse, like a steak place? Because I want. I, I mean, I'm looking. I'm leaning towards steak salad. Steak, either steak on it, or uh, or or like I, I have a lot of people you know suggest Zaxby's, and I think maybe some Zaxby's chicken wouldn't be bad on it. Um, I'd say Chick Fil A, but I, don't, I think they'd go skimp on the chicken there, probably if I did them. No, I think they'll, they'll hook you up pretty good. I'm looking at the steak salad from Texas Roadhouse. It's good, but the thing, the problem is, if, if you're not getting like a side salad, this thing's gonna be big. Well, that's what I'll get is a side salad, you right? Need like, yeah, you need to make sure you get like a side salad. Yeah, I, I can't get. I'm not in a huge like. I'm not getting an Elaine's big salad. No, that's. Not, you're also gonna have to get like with without several of the things. Like you don't want olives. I know that. Oh, you don't want tomatoes. I hated doing olives even when I was like working in, in pizza. What about like, croutons? Did you do croutons? Um, yeah, I can handle croutons. So we could do like steak, croutons, cheese, lettuce, yeah, and some dressing. No, you won't do any dressing. I don't want dressing. The driest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I started your own joke. Not my fault, y'all. <laughs> not my fault. You wouldn't let me use nacho cheese as dressing. The. Uh, the guy who texted in last week about Harrison Bailey, he's doubling down. He's saying Harrison Bailey, remember the name. I thought he said Harrison Bailey was a was a pure backup only. He's saying no, he's he's he thinks he can win the U of L job and that right now he's the clear backup. So he's, I have to remember the name. He's texting it again. He's saying Harrison Bailey's gonna get the job. Remember the name. There it is. Texas, how are Axel Rose and Jim Gaffigan? Hey, he actually named the flying guy too. Dan. Oh, I didn't hear you say that part earlier. So how are Axel Rose and Jim Gaffigan not on the Indiana list? I mean, a lot of people don't. Does everybody even know Axel Rose went to? I didn't know. He's, I knew he was from Indianapolis. I don't think everybody knows that, though. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's not really well known. Texas, I agree that the Indiana poll sucked, but tell TK that Brendan Fraser just won an Academy Award. Oh, yeah, he's in the movie with uh, Short Round. We both said he's over Mike Pence. Yeah, but he's that's right. He did win it because he beat out the um, – He's in uh, maybe he's in the same movie or he beat out the Short Round, the guy that uh, – the, the little Asian kid from Goonies. I just know that he played like a fat guy. He was in a fat suit. What was he was? What was Asian? I don't think that was a suit. Um, what was it? Uh, I can't. I can't remember the uh, gadget guy's name from Goonies. I'm drawing a blank. So I should be kicked in the groin for this. Texas. Says, and I don't know what this. What but adult version of him. What this was in reference to? But he says not as good as Hot Wire One. Oh, it's because my my other Drake song. Oh, oh. <laughs> wire hot. Yeah, it's it's bottom bottoms up or something. I forget. I don't know. Texas says, insert Bob Huggins' quote in response to Savior ruining our perfect season. And then says, relax, I'm also Catholic. Does <laughs> that make it okay? I'm Are we allowed to say that? I mean, is that, is that how it works? Like, so I can make fat jokes? I don't and... think Huggins got away with it, trying to say <laughs> the same thing. Texas says, TK, you were close again. You weren't thinking of Coastal Carolina. You were thinking of Cal State Fullerton, who was good when they had Augie Garrido and continued to be good into the early 2000s, but have since tailed off except... Uh, for unfortunately beating us in the super regional, they yeah, probably won. They didn't the, win the national title. No, and they you cheated. were saying you what school won a national title? And they, for, for the record, they cheated to beat us. That, that, that's plain and simple. But uh, I thought I was thinking, yeah, I think they made, if they had a run in like it's a night or something, it's probably well, why it stuck in my head. Fullerton was the one they won on the walk off grand slam against us. I think it was UC Irvine who won on the the bogus home run call the year before on the the flag on the flagpole. Or yeah, the, 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 the awful ball. Yeah. review. 
Yeah, which was clearly, yeah, and the umpire's like, oh, I'm just an idiot. Which I was, I don't know if I've ever even told this story. So, oh, so after that. the game, I was up in like the U of L suite, and the, the the on-field umpires came up, and they're talking about, and they're like, the guy's like, I, he's like, I, I, I thought it was, I thought the call was wrong. He's like, I, I thought it was a foul ball. And well, he, and he's, like, he's like, but we, he's like, Atlanta got involved, and overruled us. Charlotte got involved. They called in, and they overruled us. And I was like. Are you just trying to drink Tom Jurich's beer here? Like, like, be a man. Make the call on the field. Get yeah, over it. Quit blaming Charlotte for everything. It was, it was ridiculous. Texture says, uh, Paul Skeenis is having himself a year one CWS, number one pick, now dating Livy Dunn. I saw that. The, who is Paul Skeenis? The, the, the LSU pitcher who got drafted first overall. Oh, he, he, he's, he's dating Livy Dunn. Now. He, was, he started like Air Force, I think, or something, didn't he? Did he? I mean, their best players were all transfers. They no, took the kid, Tommy Tanks from NC State. Yeah, I think, but they had like three. I'm not kidding. They had like three of the top four picks. I think one of them was an LSU guy. The others were all transfers, though. Yeah, he's having. He's also. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's Olivia Dunn attractive. I don't think they're they're equals. I think that's. Isn't he a little older? I mean, how old is Olivia Dunn? I mean, she's like a. They got to be about the same age because she's been at LSU for a few years. Yeah, now. he's 21. She's and probably he, about 21. He started. He started at Air Force and transferred to LSU. Yeah, what a come up. To go from Air Force, Olivia Dunn's twenty, so yeah, they're about the same age. So this this guy was like playing baseball at Air Force, and then just like two years later, he's a national champion dating like one of the more famous like trending hot girls in America. Yep, I mean not the hottest because there's hundreds of hots that just don't get famous, but she's pretty hot. Texas says Dan the Flying Man is the title of a book I read in school. Oh, I didn't know that. Texas, have you heard Dame Dollar's new album yet? He's by far the best athlete rapper of all time, and it's not even close. I've not heard it. Who? Dame Dollar. Okay, sorry. Texas, speaking of Wait a minute, is that that Damian Lillard? No. Oh. Is it? Doesn't he call himself Dalla something? Is that that Damian Lillard? Is that his rap? I'm I'm, kind of half-joking, but I'm being a little serious. I think that's... Let's look at that. Now I've got to know. I mean, that sounds like something I could see him calling himself. It is. It's Damian Lillard. Okay, yeah. Famously known as Dame Dalla. I liked him better when he was under the radar. (laughs) I haven't heard it. Texture says, uh, I, look cannot, at me, I'm hip. I cannot bleed. Yeah, you, look at you. I'm thinking, I don't get that credit. Was, that was very Thank impressive. you. I know. <laughs> Texture I cannot bleeping wait for salad part two. Trevor, you have lifted this teacher's soul once again. Look oh, yeah. It's going to be. Again, there are criteria now. Like, should I go and buy it, like, in person, right? Yeah. Can I go to a salad bar and, like, make it and then, like, make it myself and then bring it here? But I have to have the meat. I don't you know. Do that. I mean, no, I'm going to – I'm not going to see. Last time I tried to go fancy to this, like, like particular salad bar place, and then it turned out that's why it was so disgusting. So I'm the, this time I want crisp salad. I want a buttload of lettuce, and it's an exact scientific weight measurement of how much I want. I want steak. Maybe throw some chicken on there with it. I want a hamburger. <laughs> I want a hot dog. You'll get nothing and like it. <laughs> Texas, speaking of Indiana, why is it considered among the elite sports journalism programs considering they've produced arguably the two worst people in sports media, Sage Steele and Dan Dockage? Well, Dockage didn't, well, go, to Dockage didn't go to media there. school there. Yeah, yeah, he just played there. Say, uh, yeah, well, didn't, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of media-wise that went. I mean, Rick, Bozich. His son. Yeah, he went there. Texas, is Trevor fat-shaming people? No, because I'm fat, so it's not a shame. 
Texas, I know what dressing Trevor will accept on a salad. We just collect all the grease and seasoning that drips off the steak and then pour it over a salad. Ooh, au jus. Love it. Can I put au jus as a dressing? Sure. Are you being serious? Don't, don't say sure, because I will do it. You can do it. Teriyaki doesn't count, right? Nah. Ooh, you bordered on it. Maybe. I don't think you can do that. It's like a <laughs> wing sauce. <laughs> it's a wing sauce. Yeah, but so is it, it, what dressing isn't also a ring, wing sauce? What dressing also isn't a wing sauce? Yeah, isn't blue cheese a wing sauce? Uh, I meant like. Is it ranch and wing I meant sauce? Like coating wings. Honey you mustard. You don't dip wings in teriyaki sauce. It's like a, a wing coat. I dip my my Zaxby's. Are there Italian dressing wings? Well, not every dressing, maybe, but there's honey mustard. That's a that's a wing, and it's a dressing. That I just named three right off the bat. That should be enough. I'm just saying. We get out of here. The Reds are postponed tonight in Anaheim. They're going to play a doubleheader on Wednesday. Somebody just said yes to Aju, by the way. Okay, I'm, I'm good with that. I'll, I'll accept Aju. It's got to be good, Aju. I can't get the Arby's one where it's just well, powder and hot water. We got NFL preseason football tonight. Ravens, Commanders, Monday Night Football, 8 o'clock. Both teams 1 0 so far in the preseason. TK, who's winning this one? Uh, Ravens, because I refuse to call Washington anything else but their original name. Give me the Ravens, too. Why not? Go Lamar. Get it done. I heard they're talking about changing it back. All right, we are. I am apparently at the state fair tomorrow. <laughs> I will see, see you out there. I'm sure it's going to be. Will you? Fun. I don't know. I mean, you might want to confirm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I read it wrong. Nobody's told. Well, nobody's told me. So you'd be someone you'd want to get in the conversation with about it. I'll find out at 1:45 tomorrow. I'm sure where I'm going. But uh, state fair. Listen to us at three o'clock. Everyone enjoy your Monday nights. We'll see you guys tomorrow at three. Go cars. Go Ravens. But there's something you forgot.